This is Sports. I'm back. Jesus. Well, it's a canned intro now. We don't even do the... I know. We don't even do the... Do this it. is Sports! I'm B. Episode 22. It's Woo. been a minute, as they say. Season 2. Season 2, episode 22 in 2022. Damn. That's a lot of mm. That's right. <clears throat> in studio, across from me, is the brain, John Kramer. Say hi, John. Half a day. <laughs> and to the left of me is my now, Shepherd, Chris Shepherd, the coach. Say Hafa. Hafa? There you go. And me, I'm, well, I'm Kaz. You're the captain. I'm the captain. I just freshly came back from a little tour of duty. But we'll talk a you little got bit. got in two baseball games. Three. Three? Three? What was the uh, third one? I caught a Shohei game. No, angels. You, oh, two Dodgers and one Angels. Yep, yep, oh, okay, yep. Okay. But we'll, I'll share that in a little bit. Okay. But um, you know, before um, we get too deep into this episode, I did want to do a little moment of silent recognizing Grandpa Rabago, uh, Mike's dad, passed away um, July twenty seventh. He was eighty seven years old. Um, so, Mister Rabago, rest in peace. We'll miss you, and uh, we'll give him a little bit of silence here. All right. We know what that means. We do. Kenny Sailor. Kenny Sailors. Somebody saw the movie finally. I finally. Did you, find, you hadn't seen it? <laughs> well. Why did I think you'd see? Oh, you saw par, Partial. No, I didn't even see Partial. I couldn't find it the first time I was in the plane. You have to You have to dig deep. And then I. And you got to go deep. It's in a weird yeah. location. Mike told me you got to go through the TV documentary yeah. or sports. And yeah, then I yeah. finally found it. And um, I walked away feeling impressed but sad at the same time. Sad that he's not. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they. And the reasoning is like that he hadn't done anything significant. Like the jump shot could be attributed to other players. But not really. And I'm like, and look what he did for Alaska basketball. But for girls basketball in Alaska. Well, not just okay. So never mind the jump shot. But what did he do as a player? He won a national title with yes. with his team. Wyoming. Wyoming. He was recognized universally at the time as one of the best players in NCAA. And then he, like you said, he went on to do uh, post-professional um, work. Oh, he was a professional uh, player. Yeah. And he did well there. And then he went on post-professionally to to advance. He's getting jobbed, man. Yeah. yeah to and wasn't, he, wasn't he to advance women's basketball? Elected as one of the players of the decade. Like yeah, he he was yeah. the player of his decade. Of his decade, yeah. And yet he's like has, and he happened to perhaps. Fine tune the jump shot if you want to be critical. Fine, give him the fucking. He created the jump shot. Give him the fucking thing. 
What's wrong with you? How hard? How hard is it to do that? I mean, does it cost them money to put his name on a a plaque? They got to make a plaque. They got to set up a whole thing for him. We should make one and send it to him. Just send it in. Make a plaque and just say, just put it up. It is disgusting. The more I, you know, right after that movie, I was like, this is stupid. This is. This is disgusting why he hasn't gotten We're going Here's to Kenny Sanders. We're going to yeah, protest the next Hall of Fame yeah. induction. Yeah, we should go and pick it. <laughs> Kenny, 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 Kenny. You know what they'll do? Kick they're us pe- out. They, no, because they're petty. They'll give him the award, but they'll spell it Kenny Sailor. <laughs> Without the S. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. They'll just F him over there. Yeah. Yeah. Just one little more jab. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Kenny. Well, all of our listeners in Wyoming better know. Yeah. And there's you, a lot. And you know what this song is. It's it's, it's Kramer's One Up. It's the One Up. God. And we're going to talk about on the One Up today. I want to know, because he just passed away, and I know we're going to get into it deeper as we go right. into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to something today about him growing up and how he used to sit there and listen to these announcers and the roar of the crowd and he knew since he was eight years old that he wanted to be an announcer right. a baseball everything announcer and listening to him is one of the reasons that that was always a dream for me which i've done some events but i haven't gone to the level that vince scully did mm-hmm. but vince scully is one of those guys that harry carey vince scully howard cosell uh dandy don gifford this is howard cosell this is Howard Cosell. And uh, all, all, those, all those guys, you know, even uh, the, the elder Buck. I don't like the younger Buck as much. <laughs> you love Joe Buck. His dad was better. Um, <laughs> these are the kind of guys that, Chick Hearn, you know, a few of these oh, guys yeah. out there. Chick Hearns, come on. That, that made me want to be, I wanted to be an announcer. I wanted to be that kind of guy. Cause, right. And Ven was probably one of the top on the list. 67 years he did it for folks. Oh, yeah. And his stories during the games were great. You know, he'd call the game, but at the same time, if you ever listen to him on radio, mm-hmm. which I think you guys maybe have, watching on TV is fine because he's got another guy, but when he's doing it on radio by himself and he's telling a story right. and he'll stop it, get the play in, then he'll go right back into the story because you want to hear the play happens. So then you're mm-hmm. kind of like, well, wait, wait. Then I want to hear the rest of the, <laughs> the, the story. story. Yeah. But he can engage building it up. and keep it going. Yeah. And, you, and sometimes the inning would end yeah. and the story wasn't over. And you're like, shit, I hope Vin comes <laughs> back with the, the story on the second end. But yeah, he's the able one to up weave for, it up. He, yeah. we, he, he works it up. I mean, even better than you, Cause. You, you like to build him up. But <laughs> check, uh, Vin, Vin's a man. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting him one time. And uh, I used to hunt these people down. When I was in L.A., if <laughs> I saw you? somebody like that, I was never shy to go and <clears throat> talk to him. Like I met Chick Hearn, used to come and frequent the bar at a restaurant I worked at. So I yeah. kind of said hi to him. I, I hunted down uh, Marv Albert before. Before and, the prostitute? Uh, yeah, before pro- that. Before he people. I got, I got a little <laughs> convo with him. Um, so I'd, I'd fi- if I saw these people, I was never shy to go, hey, I'm a communications major. Hey, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'd, I'd hunt them down. And then I met Vin at the airport at LAX. He was waiting on a flight, different than my flight. Mm-hmm. But I went over to where he was waiting just to talk to him. <laughs> oh, there he is. And he, yeah. but, you know, 
and I think as he's one of the things he said he wanted to be remembered as as as, as a good person and right. all this somebody who was always cool to the fans and whatever. And that's exactly what he was. He was just like this super. He's like, hey, young man. Oh, yeah. How's it going? You, I, and, I, and I just go, I really want to talk to you. You know, and he, yeah. he spent five minutes, good five minutes with me, just chatting about baseball and right. and life and what. Where, where are you going? What are you doing? He wanted. He had all the questions. It wasn't as much me asking him questions as he right. started just talking to me like I was whoever. And it was really cool because I was like, I just met Vince Scully. Man, this mm. is the best you know so uh vince Gully, one of the greatest uh that i've ever met i've met a bunch of people and ben was great on my list so that's my my story is my i met vince scully story but i think what we should each do is tell a story about your greatest vince scully call call that you've heard mm-hmm. that you remember right i've on. got a couple in my mind right. so I, I won't shout them out i'll just sit with my that i met him I want you guys to tell me if you remember a Vin Scully, a game that he was announcing, that you remember him making the call. I don't. I was going <laughs> to tell you I don't. Yeah. You don't have one? You no, don't have it? I really don't. You don't remember the Sandy Koufax perfect game? <laughs> no. no, no. Don Larson, I think, yeah. perfect game. He called Sandy Koufax on a no-hitter. No-hitter for Sandy. Here's, the one that, here's one that you guys might remember. Maybe it's a bad one, but... Uh, um, he called Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. but the one that most people remember, I think this would, I thought this would be Cause's pick. Kirk Gibson. The Kirk oh, yeah, Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to uh, say that. With the, uh, pump, uh-huh. the fist pump. Yeah. Where, but, but it was and he more, built it up. He's yeah. like, it's not just like, yeah. he goes, oh, and there's Kirk Gibson on the undeck circle. Yeah. He's injured. He hasn't played and da da da. It's a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the <laughs> dice. Yeah. And he builds it up yeah, yeah. and then. Yeah. Bam! Kirk Gibson hits that home run. I yeah. was rooting for the A's in that yeah. series. And it's going, and it's going, and she's gone. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that would be yours. Yeah. Okay. But, not, but it, what's interesting about that particular story is that um, Kirk Gibson was the hero leading up to the postseason, had got, got them onto that miracle run. And the, um, you know, it was like, it was. Yeah, they were not decided whether to put him in because he was injured and he was hurting. And I guess at some point, uh, Vin had said on the broadcast that, because, um, well, we don't know if he's going to get in. Oh, I remember him yeah. talking about that, yeah. And I guess the batting coach or Lasorda or somebody said, the hell he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's coming in. <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> I know exactly where I was when that all, do you yeah. know where you were? I, I remember that exact moment. I was at the fraternity house. Yeah. My mummy was visiting. Yeah. We had a USC football game earlier in the day that we'd all gone to. We came home and my mom had bought a keg yeah. so that we could all watch the game. Mm. And we were watching that game at, at, the, at the fraternity house at right. USC. And uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was, I was still here, I think. 88 so yeah i was here i didn't i mean we didn't were get you a dodger fan already we, back we, then i was a baseball i watched baseball but we couldn't get the the broadcast here oh wow yeah you know what i mean it, it wasn't so easy so i knew dodgers i knew yankees you know of the big deal uh teams but we didn't get the games so it wasn't until like it's explained a couple of episodes ago until i actually went to the dodger organization to do a presentation uh-huh. and Lasorda was there. He was like in the room. He was just entertaining, you know, a bunch of students from Cal Poly doing marketing presentation. 
And the only comment he asked me is, who's your favorite baseball team? I said, I'm here, aren't I? Los Angeles Dodgers. He goes, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Give this guy an A. <laughs> Did you know that Vince Scully made the call on Hank Aaron's home run? Yes, he did. Well, you're the brain. You would know. So yeah. I, I know because I watched. Though do do you know head. do you know the phrase? Well, I know that one thing he said was he goes. Um, he talked about how amazing it is to see all these people in the deep south yeah. standing and giving a standing a, ovation. A marvelous for, moment for a black man. Yeah. Mm. For a black man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Getting that a standing ovation series. in the deep south. Yeah. That was the World Series. Yeah. No, it was, no a, it was it was just a regular winning. game that was they were winning? they were in Fulton County for a a game mm. against the Braves and yeah uh, he's a Brave and yeah, yeah he was yeah Aaron's a Brave yeah yeah Big and he hit that home run so wait what's your greatest call that you've heard maybe not Vince Scully what's your favorite call basketball baseball you know, football I, I, my one of my favorite calls is all and I just get goosebumps just I always like the miracle on ice one mm. do you oh, believe in miracles oh, yeah, I just thought that was great that's just, a great one. That's a great one. I thought you were going to say Chick Hearns when he's. Who was that? Was that Al Michaels? I don't know. I think it was. I think you're right. I think it was Al Michaels. But it wasn't the gold medal match, though. No, that it was, was a semifinal. Semi, I think. Yeah. yeah. Al Michaels, okay. I think it was Al. Maybe it was Al. I think. Not, not mm. what's his name? Bob uh, Costas? Costas. No, I don't no, know. No. If it was anybody, it would have been the other old timer. I'm pretty sure it was Al Michaels. I know it was a white guy. I always guy. liked that one. I, I know it was a white guy because yeah. it's hockey. Well, the other announcer, I always, for when I think of baseball, that I always used to, that that gets me. Well, I mean, Howard Cosell was probably my favorite. He did everything. He did football. Right. He did boxing. He did baseball. Not much basketball. Basketball, my favorite is college basketball. I like I like Dickie V, baby. Dickie He's a Windex. Baby. He's a primetime player. He's a PPT beer. We had a guy yeah. in Hawaii named Jim Leahy. Oh, I know. I've Jim Leahy, Leahy was great. He could, any adjective, mm. he knew it. He, he could describe things. Quintessential was like his favorite one. Mm. It's this yeah. quintessential whatever. This. A quintessential moment. Uh, what's I worked with him. I worked with Jim Leahy one game. Yeah. It's interesting. Wow. Doing did, the play-by-play after I was done playing. He did volleyball. He did volleyball yeah. for us. And then, so he asked me one time, his regular partner was on leave somewhere. And he goes, hey, you just finished playing. Why don't you come call the game with me? I was like, okay, cool. Got there, and he goes, so he goes, I'll, I'll do the talking, I'll do the play by play, and then you throw in the expert. You're the, you're kind of like the color guy. You just kind of throw in because you know the game. I said, cool. Started off. Jim's doing his thing, and I'm just like in awe, just listening to him. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's and then cool. Be this pause. Then Jim will start talking again, and we finally went to a commercial. He goes, listen. <laughs> When I stop talking, you that's talk. your cue to talk. <laughs> that's when you're supposed to. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just a little nervous because, oh, no. Because that's it. That's your one warning. That's it. Let's go. Get on the game. And then after that, it was fine. But. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's not, he pauses and goes, see there, Jim? He's nervous right now. He's feeling the nerves right there. That's what that's you're seeing right there. That's a quintessential rookie move right there. <laughs> yeah. His hands, are, his hands are sweaty right now, oh, yeah, Jim. That's were, what it is right now. They were sweaty. Yeah. But as we drink a Budweiser... We've got to talk about Harry the guy that when I was a kid. That's why I said he was your idol. <laughs> yeah, listen to him. And even if you weren't a Cub fan and a Bud man, <laughs> you were a Harry Carey fan. Yeah. That's despicable. Come on, let's sing it, folks. <laughs> and he was a he was actually a Cardinal announcer before but he came the Cub, he and came, then he yeah. came the Cubs guy, and the Cubs. 
so many Cubs fans don't even think of they blocked out that right. portion yeah. of his history. It's like a bad, bad memory. You just yeah. block it out. It didn't exist. It never happened. Ah, Steve, we got to do this. <laughs> But, you know, th- those days, uh, the glory days, like hand. the 1900, <laughs> early 1900, when ba- 1800, whenever the transistor radio and they had, every fan had like a little notebook. And well, that's kept, when Vin was a kid and yeah. he's listening to yeah. it on the radio. Yeah, they're keeping track of uh, all this stuff. I mean, that was, you know, that was an activity, you know. <laughs> it was like. Yeah, you were, you were these keeping days they, your stats. Yeah, these days baseball fans are eating nachos and drinking beer and yelling, hey, fuck you. I mean, we <laughs> did used to take. <laughs> I did used to take um, the radio sometimes. You'd bring yeah, it, the stand. You'd bring it into the stands yeah. and you'd listen yeah. to the game right. as you were as you were watching it because you wanted to hear the game. That could get you in trouble. Just ask, what's his name? Oh, yeah, just ask uh, Bartman. Bartman. That's what Bartman was doing. <laughs> yeah, He's like, time. why are they yelling at what, what? <laughs> Steve Bartman. It's like nobody does yeah, it anymore. On the run still, probably. Yeah, still in hiding. Yeah. yeah, there's some greats. Um, le- yeah, legendary announcers, but uh, top one of the top of the list. Vin's got to be up there. Vin's up there, I think, in everybody's book is yeah. the top of the list. The improb was it? He said the improbable has become the possible. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I. I. Okay. Here's another one for him. When uh, uh, we were in California for an annual like summer trip, and I had the kids with me, and we were going to go to a Dodger game. Yeah. We had to stop it in and out, and so we were oh, getting yeah, behind. And man. I said, "Well, we'll just listen to the first inning or two on our way up." Yeah. And this gives you guys a chance to listen to Vin Scully, and Misaki, into baseball, baseball fan, and he heard it, and he has brought it up since then. That yeah. wow, that that announcer, yeah, that time, and then he's recognized his voice since then. Right. And we were, he was like ten or twelve yeah. at that point, but now he's he's recognized that voice since then. As, oh, that's that guy that we listened to that one time when we were going up to the Dodger game. And they have to be so artful because, you know, back then, the, just the radio, theater of the mind, and you have to fill time, yep. you know, in between the bats and the warm-ups and the changes. And you, you know, you can't just go, yep, and they're changing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, here's a good one. Do you guys remember um, – it was on Monday Night Baseball. You know, they had Monday Night Football. They started doing Monday Night Baseball. Yeah. And one time they had Ronald Reagan on there because mm. Reagan used to do yeah. acting. Yeah. And he did, right. he and did. He did radio. He did radio. So they had him call in the inning. I can't remember this story perfectly, but something happened where he had to fill some time. And, they, and Reagan was like just on, on it. it. Yeah. He is just like filled it perfectly. Yeah. And they're like, wow. That's what the, probably made him a... The president Six, successful freaking call politician, baseball. yeah, because he could just tell stories. Yeah, but um, yeah, there was a you know a classic case of announcer not knowing when not to say something versus saying something. I think he also had that timing just right. You know, not yapping throughout the whole game. Oh yeah, because I hate announcers that just keep yapping through the whole game. You're trying to focus on watching the game, and then yapping. And there was a woman who was on the broadcast of the Dodgers. They were trying to get these, you know, diverse team this year. And she got yanked after two games because she w- – it's not her fault. Like, somebody should have prepared her a little bit better. Like, here's 100 tapes of Vince Scully. Just listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Know? You know, it's not enough that you're, you know, you're a woman and you're up and coming. You'll do great, but you just need to listen to, like, how this is done, you know. But nope, nobody did that for her, and it's, so it's not her fault because she started talking about her kids and how they like. Was she you, color or play by play? She was play by or 
no color and uh and uh and she (laughs) and uh Oh, I thought you said colored. So uh, no, 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 okay. no. She doing the. It's called color. The yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I get you. I get, you. I get you. so. So Just for our fans, so we're going think, diverse big don't time. Kramer's <laughs> yeah. not only putting a woman on the mic, making sure it's a colored woman. Come. So she goes, "Oh man, my 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 kids, they you know they just got some Yoda pajamas and they loved it and you know she went on and on and and Kelly is watching this game with me, and she's like, oh, it's, it's you know I." Beginning of the game, she's like, oh, it's really nice that the Dodgers have put a woman on there. I said, they've had a woman, but she retired, and so this is the new one that's taking over when, or her side is not um, on. And she goes, oh, I didn't know that. And then she's like, after the second inning, she goes, oh, this lady's bad. I go, yeah. She's talking about her kids' Yoda pajamas and all this stuff. You know, it's not about the game. You know, it's not about players. And that should only happen when it's like a... 15 to 2 blowout. Yeah. And That's when, you're when just you go into yeah. whatever. <clears throat> what a snoozer. <laughs> yeah. Talking about snoozers. My kids got two Yoda pajamas and they're yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's a couple of the uh, female announcers that were great softball players or whatever. That oh, that's what we have. Uh, what's her name? Just, oh, man. There's a couple blank. that are really great. So the one that's, the one that they unretired. Yeah, she's fantastic, and I forget her name now. I like John Smoltz too. Yeah, Smoltz. John's Smoltz, all right. Yeah, he's Smoltz okay. Smoltz pretty good. He's all right. Hersheiser's good. Um, bunch of oh, is Hersheiser? He's, he's been on, calling some games. Dodgers, yeah. Oh, is he on Dodgers? He's okay. He does home games, but he's he's funny because he's he's a pitcher, right? So he's like, oh, this is what he's going to do. Bishop pick pick the yeah. pitchers. Like. He's like, oh, he's going to go slide. See, I told you, and then you know, and it's just one of those things. And he goes, oh, he's probably feeling kind of nervous. Right about now, because you know, da, 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 da. so he's he's great. He's like a cranky old man, sort of, but in a nice way. He can call it before they even yeah, do it. Yeah, he's smart. He's got basketball knowledge. All right, here's the bin. Oh yeah. You know, this is the Oh Yeah Sports Movies segment. And uh, I got to start this one. Uh-oh. I got to start this one because I watch a lot of fucking movies. Yeah, you're when, flying. When, when you're traveling, you watch movies you normally do not watch, right? You just watch them. You cry at movies that you wouldn't normally cry at. Yeah, you're just kind of watching. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I that you cry say at every that. movie. It's funny you say that because so as much as a you know, Dodger head as I am, I didn't watch Forty Two because I, you know, like I've read. I still haven't watched Forty Two. I've read. For, I've watched it. You know, I've read the Jackie Robinson story. I've, yeah. I've, you know, I've seen documentaries of them. So I'm like, oh, what's a movie gonna, you know, what I mean, what's a movie gonna do? Like I've already know his story, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. But this is dramatized, right? And so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna watch it. So I put on Forty Two. And Harrison Ford, one of my favorite actors, he's. He's playing uh, Mr. Ricky, the um, the owner of the mm-hmm. Brooklyn Dodgers, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, okay, Ricky, okay, he's done a good Ranch job, yeah, right. And then um, Chadwick Boseman, who plays Jackie Robinson, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, who we yeah, who we now know has passed away, and he's got like he's got an uncanny like resemblance to Jackie Robinson. I mean, not exactly, but there's moments where you're like. 
yeah, that looks like Jackie Robinson, you know, athletic, strong. And then the fact that you know he's dead now, like they're both dead, but the actor's dead. You're like... Wakanda forever. Yeah, Wakanda forever. And I'm like, so there's parts, and I'm watching this movie knowing the story of Jackie Robinson. So I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be boring because I already know the story. It's like watching a... It's like watching a movie of a book you've read. I mean, um, I've seen Jackie. There was an there's films about Jackie before, right? Back in the day, yeah. So, you know, but he played himself in in many of the. Did he play movies. in one? Yeah, I think one yeah. of them he did. Yeah, yeah. He, he, go, Jackie, Jackie Robinson story starring, starring Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen like that one, the black and white one. Yeah. yeah. But I got to tell you, man, if you have not watched this movie, go watch it. I don't know if, where it's on Netflix or whatever. I, I've, Go I've, watch it. I, I have a problem with that movie. I feel embarrassed that I didn't yeah. watch it. What? Because the Philly manager is a oh. dick. Oh yeah, that guy's a fucking jerk. Well, that's who history. was it? What was his name? I can't remember his name, but I just yeah. remember the scene where he's like yeah. calling him the N word from the yeah. dugout. Hey boy, oh, God, huh, boy, did I play play basketball? Bada bada bada. You know that infamous photo where he's with that guy. That, yeah, they took the uh, picture. Yeah, and and he held the bat. Ben Chapman. That's the manager's name. Jack, he wants to do a picture op. Let's shake hands, you know. And Jackie picks up the bat and goes, you hold that bat, and I'll, I'll hold the same bat so I don't have to touch your hands. Because Jackie was, like, still righteous, you know. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know, he was a proud man, um, but he was challenged by Ricky. You know, Mr. Ricky's like, you don't let them beat you that way, you yeah. know, that you're not a savage, you know. And so, anyway, it was a good movie. I I almost teared at some scenes, and I was like, "Why am I tearing?" I mean, I know this story inside out. Why am I tearing? And I guess the part that made me want to really like step back and breathe is like, it would really suck if you were on a team. The fans didn't like you. The players on your own team didn't like you. The players opposing you didn't like you. You're all and alone. You're all alone. And uh, and even when you play well, I still don't like you. And um, I was like, man, how lonely could that be? You know, because, and he just happened to be the first black player, but there was many black players that came. There's many black players that could have. That could have been that Been person. there before him. But right. he was mm -hmm. probably the right person. I think, I always think Satchel Paige could have done it or whoever in Satchel ended up playing. But what you need to do. Right. To cap it off is next time you're in KC, I've said this on the show a thousand times, you need to go to the Negro League Museum. Yeah. It is freaking phenomenal. Uh, Buck O'Neill, one of the founders of that museum, finally mm -hmm. got into the Hall of Fame last week. He should have been in there freaking years ago. Right. One of the first, I think the first black manager, one of the first black managers in baseball. Yeah. Played with Jackie on the Monarchs. Oh, the Monarchs, yeah. Yeah. Did they show any of the? Does forty two show him mm -hmm. in the Negro Leagues, or is it only? No, they show him it, in the minors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know he just has to work his way up. Yeah, but yeah, just the the animosity of, I mean, he's just playing ball, right? Yeah, and and there's a scene ball. where he goes, "Hey man, I'm just." There's a white player. He goes, "He goes, man, I'm just here to play baseball." And Jackie says to him, "So am I." Yeah. And, and that's when he goes, "Oh, yeah." That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's right. And what was Jackie in uh, college? Wasn't he? He was a UCLA, but wasn't he three sports? Or was he? He was. Yeah, I know he's baseball and football. I think he did track and field too. I think he did track, and then and then he served. 
Uh, and then he a, served in the Navy or uh, the Army. Army, Army I, think, I believe, yeah. but I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, he was phenomenal. And now he's the, you know, he's he's his numbers retired across mm-hmm. Major League Baseball. All of baseball. All of I baseball. think uh, the last player to wear 42 before they retired it, and he'd already had it, right. was um, Mar- Mariano Rivera was one of the last mm. players to actually have that number before they said nobody else. Well, they'd already said nobody else could have it, but Rivera let already had it. finish it. So they let yeah. him finish out his career with it. All right. And I, yeah. And to me, like that's that. I I, I found the movie uh, a moving. So check it out if you haven't checked it out yet. It's worth watching, even if despite the fact that you know the Jackie Robinson story, you're not a big baseball fan. You you're a Yankee fan. It doesn't matter. Just watch it because it shows more of a human story and how baseball united a country. Because after a while, they're like, you know. Even the even the racists were like, no, he's a good ball player. <laughs> he brought right. the pennant. He made us world champion. Anyway, yeah. and I wow. realized how California was always progressive, even back then. Pasadena, California, they they didn't have separation of bathrooms, whites and coloreds, you know that kind of stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. It's gotten a little too progressive now, but anyway, this is movies. We'll go on. Kramer. Well, it, it brings, what you were just talking about, though, brings me to an article that I read. It was kind of Jackie Robinson. The old municipal stadium down in uh, Kansas City where they used to play, I think it's called municipal, down there uh, not far from where the museum is. I read the history of that recently. Why? Who knows? Because I'm a geek. Because you're, uh, you're the brain. And uh, one thing that stuck out to me is at one point uh, they had desegregated the the stands where – they were allowing the blacks and the whites. Everybody was sitting together, except and, the Indians. They had to sit and then in the corner. A, yeah, <laughs> and then a new owner came, and he tried to make it all segregated again. And everybody, even the white, everybody was like, "Wait, no, we were all fine together. Why are you right. separating us?" And so it lasted for a very short time, and then they got it all back to everybody sitting together. Um, movie. Shoot, sports, baseball. It doesn't have to be baseball. It doesn't have to be baseball. baseball. Just, just, you just want me to plug a movie, a sports movie? Just a sports movie, uh, sports related, even remotely, it's fine. Ah, God, plug a movie. Lord. You ready? You got one already, Chef? I, I, go, I, actually go, have two. I actually have two in my head. I'll I don't think know, about I, it. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned either one of these, but football, you know, pre- the training camp was started up. So mm. uh, you guys ever watched the movie When the Game Stands Tall? No. So it's interesting movie. Nope. Uh, so the longest winning streak in football is what do you guys know? It's not a professional team. I think the longest one was New England. Like 17, they won. Well, it's 17 not my row. Raiders. We know that. It's not my Eagles either. <laughs> I think college football, the longest is like 40-something games in a row. Right. But the all-time longest winning streak in football uh-huh. is 151. No Ooh, way. By yeah. a high school team called De La Salle in California. Oh, I know De La Salle. De yeah, La Salle. powerhouse. Yeah. So, that's, so this movie is about them when the game stands tall. You know, it's basically about the coach. Uh, the coach had this team that won. That they called the streak. Yeah. And, his, they, they, and, of course, they dramatize it, of course, because of the movie. But. Uh, he 
is a coach. His son plays for him. It's his son's senior year, and they had lost all these seniors the year before. Mm-hmm. He has a heart attack before the preseason practice starts, the fall practice or spring practice starts. He gets back just in time. Uh, and then the first game of the new year, they lose. They lose a streak. They finally lose. And then they lose again. And people uh. like down on, but they, you know, they come together. They end up winning like their 14th or 15th championship in a row after. It's a good, nice little story about high school sports. And this guy's a teacher, a coach, and he's mm. been offered. Uh, John Madden talks about him at the end because it's like mm. he, John Madden thinks this guy's like the, a better coach than almost any NFL coach out there. But he likes coaching high school kids, and that's it. He won't go. So, interesting movie, When the Game Stands Tall. When Check the it Game out. Stands when Tall. When the Game Stands Tall. Yep. When was that made? You, you said know? you had two. Uh, I don't know when it was made. Well, the other one was a left football. I watched it the other day on TV, Draft Day, with oh. Kevin Costner. Oh, what's that all about? Oh, I've seen that. All right, yeah, it's two, pretty good. 2014. Yeah. So, that was a while back. When yeah. the Game Stands Tall. Yeah. <clears throat> good Jim movie. Check it out. Cabazol. Michael Chiklis. I got one for you. Laura Dern. <clears throat> McFarland, USA. Why do I know that title? I've heard that. What is it about? This is a running movie at cross country. This guy comes into... It's a, about Indians? <laughs> no, stop being no, serious. I, I, I think I know that movie too, but I Thomas. Just, this one popped up. Okay, okay. This is one where... Oh, Kevin Costner's in this. Yeah, and he mm. he's the coach, and he comes to a town in California where um, he's got a Hispanic. It's kind of a farming. Oh yeah, town. okay. And uh, he Indians. takes these kids to yeah Mexicans, Mexicans, Indians, and he gets them to run. And and it's it's cool because they have this climate where it's really hot and everything, and so they get mm. their endurance gets up and they become like they they run really well. It's a good uh, good flick. Like you bringing up that. The coaching and the endurance yeah. and training with the kids and getting them fired up. It's one of those good, uh, I think it's probably a Disney flick. Is it? Oh, there you go. McFarland, USA, When the Game Stands Tall, and 42. There you have it. All right. I want to segue to Major League Baseball. And since we started the uh, podcast with a little Vin Scully story, let's share... Let's share a tribute produced by ABC News, <coughs> submitted to us from Jason Kramer. Yeah. And uh, let's take a listen. Jay- he never threw a pitch. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Revered as the voice who provided the soundtrack of summer. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant Sunday to you, wherever you may be. His voice accompanied the plays from football to golf. Welcome to the final round. Of course, on the baseball field, he was royalty. Vin Scully knew what he wanted to do since he was eight years old. I used to crawl under this big radio. I was intoxicated by the roar of the crowd. You were just and intoxicated. And kept thinking, wow, I'd <laughs> love to be there. I'd like to be that fellow broadcasting the game. On radio and TV, every wind-up, every pitch, every hit. In there standing with a double. Starting back in 1950, when he was 22, Scully's enthusiasm and love of the game went hand-in-glove with the experience of Dodgers baseball. He would call the game for some of the greats, including Jackie Robinson and Gil Hodges, a gifted storyteller known for using restraint to call a game. 
1965, he called Sandy Kopacz's perfect game. In 1974, when Hank Aaron smashed Babe Ruth's home run record. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South. The 1988 World Series game when Kirk Gibson hit a homer and hobbled around the bases. Over the course of his more than 60-year career, his voice enshrined in baseball history. Believe me when I tell you, I've needed you far more than you needed me. He would receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom, but for all his achievements, Scully said this is how he wanted to be remembered. I just rem want to be remembered as a good man, an honest man, and uh, one who lived up to his own beliefs. Then Scully was 94. There, there's something to be said for he's 67 years right. on the air and how many stories have you heard about Vin Scully saying something stupid or bad that got him in trouble with the exactly. media or whatever None. and he never he never yeah not like Al Michaels who had a prostitute's ass on his face you know yeah. or yeah he, nothing. or uh, Vin, Vin, Marv Albert biting a prostitute's leg yeah, Vin uh, back I think it was the back so <laughs> yeah the back or something you know <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Ben was an honest, it was good, good guy, dude. I and mean, he had a hot wife, so you know, it's, none it's, of us yeah. are at Ben's level. <laughs> no, nope. I mean, sorry, I can't say that I've been. Well, I think if he wanted to be remembered as a good man, he 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 got just that. He's yep. he's a good man. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into the MLB because Major League Baseball is in season. By the way, um, I don't know if Sheppy and I. Uh, gave you your due, but you called the All-Star Game, Kramer. I know I did. Thanks. Blah. I mean, it was close. <laughs> One point, three-two. <laughs> a win's a win, and wins I picked win. it. Yeah. And I knew how many wins they had more than them. The only people games. that say a win is a win is the person that predicted the win. <laughs> Because if it didn't go, you'd be like, oh, I was just by one point. <laughs> I was off by one point. I was off by one point. That's our two points, one technically, run. right? But um, All-Star Game, I didn't, I, as you know, I went to Los Angeles um, just last 10 days. I purposely missed the All-Star Game because I knew that those tickets would be impossible to get at a reasonable price. So I waited until the home game stand <clears throat> against the Giants. And so, did you guys beat the Giants today? We did. Yes, okay. it was close, but we beat we beat them. I think we're gonna have a. Sweet you guys have the best record in baseball as of right now. Currently, yep. And uh, as flopping between you and the Yankees. But. Yeah, we got uh, one more win than them, but we got, I think, two or three less losses than them. Three so, less losses. Yeah, and if it since this is a audio format, you're not seeing me wearing my. 1955 Brooklyn Dodger bomber jacket here, which I wore for episode 20. Absolutely, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of you still on this. <laughs> yeah, really? Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, the uh, the All Star Game was probably something I wanted to watch, but I wasn't willing to pay two thousand dollar ticket. Shh, I'm saving, would? I'm saving that for the World Series. Well, no, if you can go to three games. You yeah. can go to three games right. instead of just one All-Star game. I think yeah. you made the right choice. Yeah, so before we get to the scores, let me just share 
live baseball my uh, experience I had last couple of days. So the first game I went was the uh, Dodgers versus Giants because I really wanted to watch that and uh, rivalry game. It was Cody Cody Bellinger bobblehead night. And did you uh, get one? Did you get there in I time did. to get one? I finally got one. I find I missed. You have to be like the first. 40,000 40, 40, oh, at Dodger okay. Stadium, 40,000, yeah. Oh, okay. So, But I would always miss it by like five minutes. Five minutes. Because Bellinger's paint. like your guy or no? No, no, I mean, I like him. I like Belly, but. Just get in the bobbleheads. Yeah, I want Justin Turner or Kershaw, the older guys, you know, the, the guys that have been in the team longer. But um, so anyway, we get there. I get my bobblehead, super happy. Dodger Stadium is packed. It's, of course, it's Giants, Dodgers, right? Um, lines are long. Drinks, good luck, $21, you know, I just, <laughs> you, you just, you get the nachos, so you get the helmet, the whole thing, right? We finally get in our seats, we're in center field, uh, slightly right of center field, and uh, I'm just two rows back, so we can literally see the outfield guys right in front of our face, and great game, Dodgers rack up a lead, and at about the sixth or seventh inning, everything falls apart. <laughs> And the Giants take a one, uh, one point game uh, lead, uh, with a grand slam, right? And I'm like, Jesus Christ! I come all the way from Guam, I got the bobblehead, but you want the win? Please tell me we're not going to end this way. And uh, Mookie Betts shows up, and he hits a homer. And that just starts the momentum, and that's what I love about Mookie's the guy watching the baseball. Yeah, and then and then Belly comes over and it's a uh, a three run. Um, well, it's his bobblehead day. Bobblehead day, and we go home. We go home with a victory. Who'd you go to the game with? Uh, I, I took Rick Munar, my oh yeah, yeah, one of my good friends, and um, and he's an Angels fan, right? And he goes, he goes, let me see if we can get tickets to Shohei's uh, game. You know, later when he's pitching, yeah, because yeah. the Angels were on the road at the time. But I said, I think they're playing the Rangers right before I leave, like the week, uh, the couple of days before I leave. Because okay, when we get, if I can confirm when he's pitching, we'll I'll take you there. And he looks at me, he goes, and you're gonna know the biggest difference between an Angels game and a Dodgers game. Yeah, <laughs> and this is an Angels fan telling me this. I go, what do you mean? He goes, it's nothing like this because the Dodger games are loud and it's crazy. And it's and sometimes violent, but you know, there's this one giant guy. You know, he's he's just just one young kid living on the edge. Yep, living <laughs> on the edge. You know, taunting a great white shark with putting blood all over his body. Hey, check me out, eat me. <laughs> anyway, at some point, the guys around him put up with him. Big Mexican guys, mean-looking guys, just put up with him. And at some, and then when when the the lead changed. And he slightly touched the elbow of the guy on the right. He goes, "Hey, sit the fuck down." He, goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he sat down immediately. <laughs> yeah, I bet he sat down and he didn't cheer one way or another the after daughters. that. <laughs> yeah, you don't mess goes, with the daughters. Let's go, Doyers. Let's go, Doyers. Well, what inning? Okay, so it was a close game. <laughs> yeah. Cause yep. close game at Shah's Ravine. Yes. What? How many people were there in the eighth inning still? Out of, oh, the, out of the total crowd, packed. how many people stayed till the end? Everybody stayed because— They like, stayed till the end? They I've did. been at an extra inning game there where 50% of the people no, left in the ninth inning. They stayed because this is a Giants game. And, okay. Uh, and you know, right. it, was, it was creeping, creeping, right? 
And so we went down by two, and then Mookie hits the home run. People were, I can they see. They stuck some, around? They I, didn't leave? The I, I Dodger can, fans leave. No, really. no, no. I, I saw some people walking down, like, because I'm, I'm in the outfield. I see some people walking down, and then as soon as Mookie hit that home run, Turn around. Turn around. They turn around and they stayed. Yeah. All right, good. Like, oh, this is, there's some fighting. Nothing in worse us. than being in the parking lot and you hear the home run hit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would never be that. I'd stay till the end. I stay till the end. I don't care how yep. many runs you're down. I always stay it, till So then do you did another Dodger game before the Angel game? I did. I went to, uh, there was a Kershaw bobblehead night. So uh, I planned my entire. Did you get the Kershaw bobblehead? No, I fucking, I missed it, man. <laughs> so, okay. So I have to, kudos to Rick Munar who listens to the show sometimes, and he says, hey, if you want that bobblehead, we better leave now. It's Did he four- go to the second game with you too? No, no, he didn't. I, I took another guy because it was his birthday. So it was 4 o'clock. He goes, we got to go now. I go, the game's not till 7. He goes, we got to go now. If so you we, want the bobblehead. Yeah, if you yeah. want the bobblehead. Listen to him. Boom, we got there. Got my bobblehead. This other guy, we won't say his name, Nate. <laughs> right? Nate, which, oh, okay. against, this is against the Nationals. And uh, so I'm like, oh, good. That's that's really the bobblehead I wanted. Kershaw. Yeah, you, uh, Kershaw. We got to go I, now. Yeah, I go. Yeah, that's a Hall of Famer. So I learned from the first time. I said, hey, pick me up by 4.30. He goes, okay, I will. Text me back. Five o'clock comes. Hey, where are you, man? He goes, I'll be there soon. So he doesn't get there. Where are you staying? Where are we at, staying? At, uh, Beverly Cypress. Hills, Hilton? No, no, I was staying at my friend's house at Cypress, beachside, right? Not too far from Dodgers team. Anyway, he gets there at uh, 5.30, 5.45. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be here since 4, 4.30. He goes, don't worry, we'll we'll make it. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. So we get there, we get there, we get there. Fucking hit traffic right at the entrance. You know that entrance? You're very familiar I'm with very, that. <laughs> yeah, so, so there, we're there for 45 minutes just trying to get up that hill. All right? We park, we walk. Not run, because that would be kind of like too desperate. You know, fast walk. You know, one of those fast walks. Speed walking. Yeah, speed walking. And then we're right there, and I go, there there it is. So first one, because Cody's uh, game, we went center field. This is Kershaw's night, so I went uh, opposite side. So I can watch him wind up and pitch and take good pictures. Anyway, we get to there. Two things went wrong. Dave Roberts changed it to Mitch White. Oh, Kershaw's not even pitching. No, he did. Yeah, <laughs> on his own bobblehead. Yeah, day? he did. So there was a slight change of the pitching, and I missed the bobblehead by two minutes. They're like, oh, we ran out two minutes ago. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I try. I try to contain my disappointment, and he's like, "Hey, man, sorry, bro." He goes. He goes, hey, how much I owe you for the tickets? I go, that's okay. It's don't worry about it. It's your birthday, right? He goes, oh, You're thanks. Like, go buy me a bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. He goes, it's okay. It's fine. It's going. Go steal that kid's bobblehead right yeah. there. And uh, yeah, we get it. Get it. He he buys me beer, stuff, hot dog. Get Dodger dog. We get the Dodger dog, Brooklyn dog. By the way, if you're ever in Dodger Stadium and you have a choice, and you and you don't have appetite for both, I hate to say this, but go with the Brooklyn. Dog. Well, it's got more on it. What's, what's that's the beef, all beef, and it's just got a nice snap to it when you bite into it. Whereas the Dodger dog, unfortunately, that's not the Farmer John dog anymore. Mm. MLB made a deal with whoever, Oscar Mayer or whatever, and all every stadium has the same goddamn hot dog now. 
It's not the original Farmer John pork and, you know. Well, the Dodger dog was always a little longer, I felt like. Yeah. Well, they made them all long. Well, they're all, oh, okay. Yeah, but but they, they just unify universal hot dog now. But the Brooklyn dog, they get to do something else with it. Now. So just go with that one. Uh, anyway, so. That's some good advice right there. That's sound yeah, advice. That's sound advice, right? How much was that dog? Twelve dollars. Uh, eight bucks. <laughs> that's, that's actually not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Five dollars over at the but, uh, Country Club of the Pacific, folks. <laughs> but the <laughs> the the beer was eighteen fifty though. I believe it. Beer's two dollars at CCP. Yeah. So we get into that. It's against the Nationals, right? Troy, are you listening? He is. And good God, man. Maybe I don't know. He's following his should've, minor league team. Right should have been an easy win, considering they're bottom drillers. And what do we do? What do we do? We let them win. Mitch White actually pitches a great game. We're like scoreless, right? Dodgers are like 4-0 or whatever it is. He gets out. He's done his duty. Poor Mitch. He's just trying to get a win. Like he's pitching well, pitching the best time. He's pitching so well this year compared to all other previous seasons. Not only do we lose it for him, with some stupid fucking bullpen shit. Blowpen. Yeah, we blew it up. And then uh, and then poor Mitch, he got traded. <laughs> oh, where is he now? I think he went to, uh, where did he go? Cubs or something like that. Or oh, New York. God. New York. So he's okay. Well, but If you went to New York, he's okay. If you okay. went to the Mets, he's okay. Yeah, Mets or, or Yankees. Yankees. He's doing good. Went to Cubs. Ooh. I want to say where he went. I think he went to the Cubs, to be honest with you. He might have gone there because the, the Cubs lost their on. closer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He went to the Cubs. You're right. Because yeah. we got the big guy, uh, six foot five guy. What's his name? Um, anyway, so that was that. And then uh, right towards the before I left Los Angeles, I got to go um, go see an Angels game where Shohei Otani was pitching. Right, the star, the modern Babe Ruth, right? Future Royal. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be a future Dodger. Actually, sorry. We're Everybody going for, we're, can't be a future we're, Dodger. Actually, the Royals are going for Aaron Judge in the offseason, I think. Well, go for it. But I think <laughs> he only has 43. Is he still at 43 bombs? And Yeah, 40-something. God, that guy's going to. He's awesome. So Shohei strikes out 11 batters. That's a normal game. For, that's average for him. And then, But they lose 0-2. That's what's been happening to him all season. Yeah. The, there's no bats. And then so... But but here's the takeaway I want everybody to know. If you go to a Dodger game and there's a potential home run, this is what the crowd sounds like. If you're at an Angels game and Shohei's about to hit a home run, this is what you hear. Um, pass the cheese. Uh, can you? Yeah, I'll have another Cabernet. <laughs> Those Orange County folks down there. <laughs> Jesus, how you're, hard you're, you are! You are um, you're accurate, and, and you know. And part of it is though. Here's 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 one of the things that I noticed. Uh, this isn't just Dodgers and Angels, but it's Angels and San Diego. Even I love right. I love going to Padres games. Don't get me wrong, I love the stadium. Right. Those two parks seem to have a lot of Bougie. tourists. 
they have their they have their regular fans right. that are kind of like oh right. we haven't done what we don't really we're kind of into it but we're yeah. not really we don't want to really commit ourselves to baseball right. they're just there for the the evening to have a good yeah. they're not there for the baseball game they're just there to they're, say they were there they were there to say they were there and a lot of them are tourists especially in San Diego right. the fans are people that are in San Diego for mm-hmm. a conference or whatever and they're taking in a game they're not really mm-hmm. Padre fans. Right. Whereas when you go to Dodger Stadium, yeah. or even in San Francisco, mm-hmm. I was Giants, at the game and yeah. the Giants fans, they're Giants fans. Right. And they have a lot of tourists going through San Francisco, but it's Giants fans up there. I think um, that's the difference at a lot a lot oh, of states. When you're in Kansas City, yeah. it's you saw it's it's yeah. Royals fans. Royals. They can get overwhelmed by if St. Louis is in town. Right. They get overwhelmed by a lot of Cardinal fans because it's in Missouri still. Yeah. And when the Yankees are in town, the Yankees kind of command a Right. A yeah, Yankees are like the Celtics or the Lakers. Yeah, when they go the, somewhere, they have yeah. they have a following. But exactly. other than that, if it's a baseball town where they're really into baseball, yeah. you're going to have a majority of fans, and they're gonna, they know it, the game. They're going to boo the right players. Yeah. They're going to yeah. cheer the right players. They yeah. get... They get it when uh, they don't just boo every time the guy throws over to first base because they know that a pickoff's part of the game. Right. They're not sitting there booing it. But the fans that like boo that the pitcher is trying to like throw a pickoff, <laughs> yeah. not a, even a real pickoff move over to yeah, first. Yeah, he's just wasting time. You don't even know baseball then if you're yeah. doing that. You're, the, that's part of the game, dude. Stop right. booing the pitcher. Even right. if he's on the other team, who fucking cares? Right. That's part of the game. The fans that really know the game aren't going to. They're into the game. You know, you the get time it. you hear a boo is when there's clearly no play and you're just delaying, just trying to agitate the batter. Yeah. Then you hear the boo. When they do it like four or five times in a row for yeah. no real reason. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing. But when they're just throwing it over the first time and then some guys are like, boo. Yeah. They're like, no, that's part of the game. They're just trying to get the uniform dirty. But um, yeah, it was funny because like, like I said, at Dodger Stadium, this is... The whole stadium goes wild. At Angel Stadium, hey, uh, did they have nachos over at the the uh, the place? The place did it? Do they have red wine still? Is it chilled? You know, but there was two girls behind me. Um, I bet there was. There were well, they looked pretty good, honestly, from far. You know, from far. Good from far, but far from good. Two Asian, yeah, two two beautiful Asian girls. And, but as they got closer to, towards me, I go, oh, there guys. they're like 12, you know, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you know, and they're wearing really high shorts and like, I go, oh, and I go, and then they sat behind me and they were funny, man. They were like, they were so baseball nerdy. Like at first oh, they like, were into it. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's, the, you know, that's so-and-so. And then he's like, he's a professional cow milker. I'm like, what? How do you know this stats? But, um, yeah, Shohei, I, I feel for him. I feel for Mike Trout. Because they're on a team that isn't going to win. They're still celebrating the 20th anniversary of their World Series over at that stadium. <laughs> like, give it up for the 20th anniversary of the World Series at Angel Stadium. And like, people, well, don't, and he, you, don't you like the stadium, though? The but stadium's, stadium's nice. I like the stadium. It's so easy. Easy access. You just got ramps, no stairs. Yeah. But then, you know, nobody's bumping into you. You got Cabernet. There's room. The seating's yeah, nice got, and spaced you got bullet, out. You got bullet whiskey, you know. But um, one of the funniest things about that stadium was, like, even the, you know, the poor, uh, what is it, the 
the audio guy, he's like, make some noise, right? And there's a graphic that goes, make some noise. And then, but people are still not making noise. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and you know, and you know when they, when they make noise? When that stupid monkey comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that rally monkey. And I the go, rally monkey. Yeah. I love the rally monkey. <laughs> and I go, that, that, that monkey came 20 years ago. Were you wearing like Dodger gear when you went to the game? No, you I You wear your own home team gear? I, I did not. Because I did. like I always wear my... Yeah, I wear my Phillies gear when I go to any I don't any care stadium. what game, if the Royals are playing or not playing. I, if I'm going to an MLB game, I usually sport my team's gear. Yeah, no, gear. I, I didn't on that night because we were, we, we were at a other place. We had meetings and stuff. Uh, so. where, where'd you sit at the Angel Stadium? Um, Not too bad. At it was the like on the first base area. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was good seats. Uh, but But here's the thing. Those seats cost forty eight bucks. Same seats at Dodger Stadium, maybe a little bit closer, hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't get my fucking bobblehead, yeah. <laughs> so I had to get it on eBay. Oh, did you get one? Yeah. You just went eBay for it. Wow. Well, You're I felt I heard. I felt I felt that was legitimate. Like, okay, I just missed it because of parking, because of traffic. Game, yeah. oh, but I was at that game, so it's okay. You didn't miss it because of parking. You missed it because your friend showed up. Yeah, your friend fucked you. Yeah, motherfucker. No, hey, I let's move man. on. How about trades? How about trades? What do you guys think of the Juan Soto trade? Mm. Is the, that good I value? I think San Diego got a lot of people at trade. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they, they got, might win they the got, West. They got two players. <laughs> oh, they the got they got a closer. They got no, two good no, players. No, didn't they get J- Josh Bell and Soto? Josh Bell and Soto, yeah, from the Nationals, yeah. Yeah, yeah from the Nationals. Yeah, and yeah. what they give up to the Nationals, though? They gave up like five guys, right? Yeah, but, I mean, all those guys really I, I love. I, I love that Hosmer held it all up by not wanting right? to Right? He's I'm not going there. I'm Fuck not going that. to Nationals. And I, right. said, I said to somebody before that, uh, when that was all going down, I said, it's Hosmer holding it up. I knew that. Because if you're getting Josh Bell, you don't need Hosmer. You yep. got a first baseman, and then I said he's going to want to go to. And I was thinking, where would he go? And I said Boston, and then he ended up. In That's Boston. why you're the brain. He, I was right. just, I, you know, I, yeah. I was, I was amazed that he ended up in Boston. And shit, Hosmer's having a pretty good year. He's hitting 270, 280. He's having a good year. So the Padres get Juan Soto and Josh Bell. Yep. The Nationals get Padres. Farm system, SeaWorld, San Diego Zoo. Oh, yeah, I read your thing. Yeah. Tony Gwynn statue, La Jolla Beach, Gas Lamp, gas lamp Quarter, Blink-182, Torrey Pines, Tony Hawk, LaDainian, uh, Tomlinson, Tijuana, and the Channel 4 News team. That's that's That was the yeah, trade. Yeah, they scored. <laughs> Whale's vagina scored. I think that, that that it will prove, it will serve them well next couple of years, but the Na- it's going to serve the Nats well. They're going to get the Nats. Well, we are reading something, and the yeah. one thing that we were reading said this will be good for the Nats in twenty twenty five. Yeah, three years from now. Yeah, but it's yeah. going to be. I I don't think San Diego. I mean, they went for it, but honestly, for me, I don't think it's going to work out I for hope, them. I I, I I like I like to root for San Diego because they're one of those teams that's never won it, and uh, I kind of I kind of pull for. I've got a soft spot for them, but I don't. I don't have a soft spot. I don't have a soft spot. I don't care. (laughs) I don't have a soft spot spot for Juan Soto. He's not one of my him and that kid from uh, the Braves. Which one? Which one? Acuna. Oh, Acuna. I don't like Acuna or Soto. They're not really my faves. Right. And so, uh, is it their skin color? (laughs) No, I don't like their. I I just don't like their cockiness. (laughs) But I mean, when you're that good, you can be cocky, I guess. But like he said in his press conference. Watch out 
rest of the pictures in the NL because here we come. Yeah, whatever. yeah, whatever. And the guy from the Giants sent that meme of <laughs> whoever going, ha, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, well, I, 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 that was a pretty good trade. Uh, big. That was the big blockbuster. <clears throat> Who else did well in the trades? I think uh, Houston did okay. Picking I think up, the Phillies uh, did fine. Mancini or uh, is that his name Mancini? Who the Phillies? No, Houston picked up Trey Mancini. Phillies oh, did good. Yeah. Phillies picked up some pitching. Robertson's uh, Syndergaard. And they they up, got a center fielder finally. And they picked up a center fielder. Yeah, yeah they so. did all right. The Royals did all right actually. I think we dumped we dumped uh, uh, Ben Attendi to the Yankees and got a couple prospects. Mm -hmm. and then we got some really good prospects out of Toronto for. Whit Merrifield, who didn't want to get vaccinated to go play in now Toronto. Now he has to. Now he's, but they haven't said if he is or not. So he's going to miss all the home games? What is he going to do, not play the home games? We got a freaking young stud second baseman outfielder for him and right. another and a pitcher. We we did, I think the Royals did great in that trade. Um, the rest of them, we, we sent a catcher, our backup catcher to the Padres for some weak-ass pit outfielder. And then we got some guy from... Uh, Arizona pitcher that already pitched a one inning of shutout ball. So hey, you're you're doing great. We we picked up Joey Gallo from yeah. I saw that. Yeah, well, they, they, he was hated over there. Yeah, they didn't like. They him. hated him in New York. Well, because he you know he he swings for the fence every time. Yeah, but I think he'll he'll be useful to us in the playoffs. The Dodgers will find a a way to use him. Yeah, DH is going to be a DH. And the other one that I thought was an interesting trade was in. And a team that I'm really keeping an eye on as they sit a game and a half out of the wild card. And I'm impressed with the fact that they're all they're homegrown. Mm -hmm. they've, they've worked their farm system. Not a team that I've ever really liked, but Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And they got good value out of that Jorge Lopez, who was a pitcher for the Royals for years. Couldn't work it out. Baltimore moves him into a closer role, and he's been great for him. And they got four or five guys from Minnesota for him, which he was average before. Yeah. And he's having a good year this year, and they get four or five guys for him. I thought that was a steal for Baltimore, and I think Baltimore is a team to watch. Tough division. It is. With Toronto. Toronto, Yankees. Yankees and Boston's in the cellar this year, but and Tampa. Rays, yep. Yeah, it's a tough division, but uh, I think uh, Baltimore is going to start to make some waves in the next this year and next year. So you think you think Toronto's gonna end the Yankees' hopes and dreams? I think that um, the thorn in the Yankees' side, and they're sitting in a wild card spot, and it has been for a few years. Is they have a hard time beating Tampa Bay? Yeah. They have yeah. a hard time, and that's without Tom Brady playing. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. A Rosa Reina. Hey, but do you remember like a couple episodes ago I, I had predicted a 108 for the Dodgers for this year? I do remember that. What, they're sitting at are, they, are they on pace? They're on pace, yeah. They're on pace, yeah. That's yeah. going to subside, though, I hate to tell you. Yeah, whatever. Do you think they're going to start resting How many some home runs, what do you guys think, how many home runs is Aaron Judge going to hit? He's at mm. four. Is he at forty three right now? Forty four, something like that, right? Is he forty four yet? So, something crazy. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, check. Yeah, he's got something crazy. Forty. He's he's four. way behind. He is gonna he's gonna beat the non cheaters. Stats. Yeah, he's gonna beat the non cheaters. He's gonna get him in front of Aaron and uh, Babe Ruth and those guys. But it's it's what he's at forty three still. Forty three. Okay. 43, and he's played in 102 games. 
which is a lot already. You know, he's played a lot of games, and he's sitting at four three. But you think, well, okay, I'm not going to pitch pitch to him. But who's sitting behind him? Rizzo's sitting right behind him. And Rizzo's having a good year, And too. Rizzo can take you deep. And then, you, you know, it's just like, wow. I, I think he's going to hit 50. Oh, oh, what's fifty? He's gonna hit like I think 63. he's gonna hit, I think he's gonna press seventy. I think he, he might get 70? seventy. I think he could get to sixty-eight to seventy. I think he's gonna go through a little slump and then maybe like fifty. Well, he's gonna go through where they walk him. Yeah, or so just hit, just whatever. throw the ball at him. But for Judge, that'll hit him and it'll just like bounce off and the ball go out of park. The ball's gonna be like in pain. It's <laughs> the ball be like, will. Oh, I'm hurt. The ball will explode. That, that guy the hurt. ball will still go out. Yeah. Short area of right field. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a drop in for a single <laughs> if they hit it off of Judge's shoulder. I mean, he's uh, a beast. He is a beast, and he's rob- and he's robbing home runs. And he, like he's six. What is he? Six eight? Six nine? He's no, uh, six, six. I think he's. Six. I was gonna say six seven, but oh, he's he, he's a big yeah. boy. Yeah, he's he's and, not a little. Guy. And he's reaching over the fence, pulling back home runs. I mean, he's my God. He's leading the league in RBIs. He's leading the league in home runs. He's got 115 hits. I mean, all right. I got a question for you, Otani Shohei. He's going to be free agent in 2023. Phillies Royal. <laughs> he's only getting paid eight million measly bucks last two years, so he's going to go for the pay. You think he's going to go for a payday? Well, he's going to end up. Well, no, he's going to get like that's going to be a Dodger or a Yankee. He's yeah. going to get a pay. The money. He's going to get a payday no matter what. But of course he's going to go for the win. I think he needs to go to a team. I think he needs to go to Dodgers. Well, he needs of to find. You do, but <laughs> he needs to find a team. I think the Angels have done a decent job of managing the 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 both sides of it because there's a right. there's there's a there's lessons to be learned there. There's yeah there's a there's a you could ruin him by like overdoing one side or the other. I think there's a the line that you have to kind of walk. With the Otani thing, so I think yeah, he might it, take that into a factor. He might want to look at who's the manager, who's the pitching coach. I, I think that's why he won't come to the Royals. I think he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna look at he's gonna look at the Dodgers this way, and I you know I'm only gonna make a case for the Dodgers. What about the Giants? I'm I gonna see ma- the Giants. I'm gonna make a case for the Dodgers. Here's here's my case, and you tell me if I'm wrong in this logic. When he goes to the Dodgers, he does not have to be. And continue to stay a superstar. He can be a all star. He can be a performer. But the day to day pressure for him to constantly be brilliant is gone. Yet he's going to be a superstar. No yeah. He, yet he's going to be a superstar. But he's among, you know, he's amongst other great players there. And Freddie Freeman said something very similar. He goes, the difference between playing for the Atlanta Braves and the L.A. Dodgers is you expect the front office to keep making investments to make this team better. That's true. So you you always reinvest in your time and practice. You're always batting longer. You're always studying the game and the films longer because you don't know when they're going to sign someone just as good as you or better. Yep. So you, you stay on your toes. That's true. Yeah. They're so, not afraid to spend. And so I'm thinking to myself, that's a perfect place for Shohei. Plus, it's been a while since the Japanese pitched up on the mound. And well, Nomo. The tornado. He's not going to be a Dodger, though. Sorry. Where do you think he's going? 
He's not anywhere going, but. Where LA. do you think Judge is going? He's you think gonna, Judge will resign with the Yankees? Yeah. The Yankees aren't going to let him go. He's a free agent. They're they not didn't sign him, him in the offseason. They're making the package right now as they're speaking. I would love to see Judge. George Costanza called me and said. <laughs> I would just love to see Judge. Did he Judge. have a shirt on? Or just because I hate the Yankees. It was a video call. It was just because I hate the Yankees, I'd love to see Judge go somewhere else. I don't see it happening, though. I know it's not going to be Kansas City. St. Louis. Nope. St. Louis is the kind of place that would spend a little bit for one of those two guys. Who? St. Louis. They'll spend. Philadelphia will spend. Mm. They'll oh, spend Philly, money. Philly will spend. But. You're right. Okay, so if if Shohei doesn't go to the Dodgers, which I think is very unlikely, but if he doesn't, <laughs> no, because we're always hunting for good pitchers, right? Never mind no, the hitting. We we, ha- we know you, we have hitters. You're out there looking. Cause, yeah, cause is like it's like he's out there doing yeah. scouting. Yeah, yeah, he's like scouting for the Dodgers. So the then next, I give him a budget. What's yeah. your budget, Cause? What? How much they give you to go out? It's top secret. I can't tell you. It's under the books. Yeah. It's uh, it's called off. Is that why you go to Oklahoma? Yeah. You're scouting them over at yeah. that that AAA team they have over it's, there. It's called off ledger funds. Yeah. <laughs> but um, okay. So if he doesn't go, and the very slight, because the Angels have to trade him, otherwise they get nothing. They're gonna get nothing. They well, have they don't to. have to trade him. Isn't he? A, is he a free agent or is he? Twenty twenty three. So they they've got one more year. One more year. Oh, so, so they're gonna trade him before you. Yeah. So they have to trade him. Or risk getting nothing in return. Like what the Dodgers. You don't think he'd want to stay? No. He's gonna, he might stay. No, he, he's Japanese. Those do you guys think are loyal. Mike, do you think he, Mike he, Trout might go somewhere too? Isn't Mike Trout coming up? No, he's got a longer contract. No, Trout's got a few more years. Yeah, he's got a longer yeah. contract. And, and he's got some He's got a back Degenerative disease. back disease. Yeah. So Same I, thing I have. He's going to go. Like a, Why are you at the major leagues right now, Kramer? Yeah, nobody wants to pay me shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that got out, and I think I don't think Mike Trout's going anywhere. Nobody wants that problem. I'd take Mike Trout. I don't know. If, if, are you going to take, take him for half the season? Hey. Uh, yeah. No, you're Who not going to take, take him. Mike not, Trout. not with that paycheck. It's Mike Trout. Dude. I know. Mike Trout is great until he He's had Mickey this. Mantle. Until he had that. Genetic back disease. So it was like a rare form of yeah, bone disease you. that I you cannot you. reverse. Anyway, so Shohei. Is the same disease that the Motley Crue guitar player had? He had some degenerative bone thing, no. too. Is, is it so Motley did the Crue Def Leppard drummer. Oh, he had <laughs> no. one arm cut off. Uh, is it Motley Crue or is it Motley Crue. Is a different band? No, no Motley Crue. The, the lead singer had like some degenerative. Yeah. Yeah, I know you watched the movie on the I know, dirt. I know. Yeah, I did watch it. All right, so but, let me get back anyway. to what I'm oh, saying. Sorry, okay. sorry. Okay. So, the Motley Crue. Here, here's this the rank- sports rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the ranking where um, Shoei's uh, home may be. Dodgers number one. Of course. Yankees number two because they want that money. He c- Yeah, they have to pay him money, but he's going to generate so much income for the that team. Uh, and he's good. And he's a good player. He's not just a you know freak in the night. He's, he's he, a schlub. He just he <laughs> won he won MVP. He won MVP last year. And he's he not going to get it this year. And he was yeah. voted. He's going to uh, He was he was vote, voted uh, most athletic or whatever in the ESPYS, right? Um, oh really? I didn't see. Yeah, it. I so, don't watch the ESPYS. So it's Dodgers, shit. Yankees, and you. Oakland. Wa- you watch. You make you well, Houston. If, if Oak, if the A's move to to Las Vegas, watch them make that move. Oh, you think they would? I, I yeah. was just joking. I think they no, they're they're going to get some money behind that. But, Cincinnati, but they're going to 
The other guys that will probably chase him down is the Giants, the Padres. Uh, yeah, the Giants, on the, the Padres can't chase anybody else. The Phillies. They may go for it. They may just go the for Phillies it. The Phillies are sometimes surprising that yeah, way. The Phillies might surprise you. The Mets are well, surprising well, The Phillies that will way. offer, but he'll say, I don't want to go to Philadelphia. It's a great city to play. <laughs> I, think he, I, think he'll, I think he'll want to stay on the West, West Coast. He's a West Coast guy. He's a beach, warm sun. But it doesn't matter about any of those because every game he plays – is televised in Japan, right? And that's where the market is for him. I mean, they make money on any game. That license. If you've been in Japan at all, that license. And if there's a Japanese player that's any good, everything stops to watch every at bat. They'll cut in like on a broadcast to show like Otani's bat at bat. You know, oh, Otani's you- up. We're doing our news, but we're gonna cut to Shohei Otani. <laughs> Yeah. In a meaningless series in the middle of the season <laughs> to show him you, you at want, bat because that's want, that's how important it is in Japan. Do you want to hear like a dark horse in the race? Seattle Mariners. Uh, they don't. Yeah, that maybe because Ichiro, is, who is his mentor, is going to go go play for the Mariners. Ichiro is going to talk him into it. The yep. Mariners, they're in contention. Yeah, they're. I like that J Rod. I like the. I like the. Um, Right. That young rookie, he's going to get rookie of the year. Um, the the guy, the kid from Seattle, that was great at the home run derby. That's your rookie of the year, folks. Calling it, calling right it now. right now. I'd like it to be Place Bobby. I'd like it to be Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. is going to end up second, and it's going to be the kid from Seattle first. All right, plenty of baseball there, but what about the PGA and the Live Tour? Golf used to be sort of a gentleman's game, quiet game. Now it's like we're fucking suing your ass. Yeah, it's all lawsuits of boom, bitterness. Boom, and boom, right? So, God. Uh, I think all of them. I think the Athletic or the ESPN News broke that Tiger Woods was offered one billion dollars to. Yeah, I saw that. Right? Or eight hundred million to one billion or something Close, crazy. Close, right? Yeah. To to switch, and he said, "Fuck you." Yeah. In fact, he said, "Well, what's the incentive?" If you get paid all that money to play hard and practice and try to win, you know, because you don't have the uh, the history behind you, you don't have like, oh, I want to be a, you know, that champion of of that tournament because this is like the first year, yeah, right. So, but then the question was posed to him: It goes, well, what if you are on Ar- Arnold Palmer or those, you know, early days guys who was doing the first championship? You might be that guy. You know, okay. in twenty years. So maybe you're not being, you're not trying to be the hundredth, you know, two hundredth champion of this esteemed championship series. But you're the first champion, which sets the tone for all champions in the next twenty years. He didn't have a great answer for that. He, didn't, in fact, he didn't even entertain it. But lefty Phil Mickelson, since getting that hundred million payoff to join the league, hasn't played very well. No, he hasn't. <laughs> In fact, I don't. I think, but he doesn't care because he's getting paid. Yeah, and I, I do believe that that there lies the issue yeah. with this thing. I don't care really about the Saudi connection because, quite frankly, I think Greg Norman said said it best when he was being interviewed by Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Uh, he said, "Look, if we're going to get into the Saudi issue, right?" He goes, "Let's get into the PGA because some of these companies that sponsor the PGA, they sell a lot of stuff to the Saudis." And so if the PGA is going to go to Procter & Gamble and 
you know, Toyota and all these places and go, hey, we have a problem with you doing business with the Saudis. Stop selling your shit to them. Then it makes sense, but it seems like it's too convenient to say, oh, this is Saudi funds, so, you know, you shouldn't be entertaining this. When, in fact, the PGA does plenty of business with Saudi... Is that what the suit's all about? What's the lawsuit from the players against the PGA? Uh, I think it's about their their media rights. Because the live... The li- I didn't read the article. No, I think Sorry. it has something to do with... Uh, uh, hold on. Their media rights and their and their free contract. Yeah, they're yeah, they're what is it? Uh, contract workers. So they should have the ability to go work elsewhere. That's I think part of the. But the legit. I think Greg Norman. I mean, he finally spoke out and he goes, "Look, this whole Saudi thing is nonsense." Because yes, we're funded by Saudi uh, government. Uh, um, so are a lot of other things. But so are other things, and the 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 sponsors that sponsor the PGA Tour. They sell a lot to the Saudis, and I don't see people saying, hey, stop selling to the Saudis or else you can't be a sponsor for the PGA Tour. So he goes, this is all about nothing. It's about basically the PGA being um, afraid of any competition, mm-hmm. and they've gotten their you know, loyalists. They're, they're manipulating players who are loyal to the PGA. And Greg Norman's position is, look, they can play in the PGA. They can play in our league. They can play in any league. It should be a player's decision. Yeah, they shouldn't have a monopoly on it, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah that's that's the word I was look, trying to think in my head. I monopoly. mean, but MLB doesn't let you play in another league without their consent. You can't just jump over. Oh, actually, you can. Yeah. They let you play in those uh, summer yep. Venezuela league or whatever. Yeah, you they can play you. in the, uh, the open leagues and stuff you like that. You can play in the Latin Latin America I think it's a, the, I think it's might be a team by team. team yeah, it's a team something. issue because it's, you know, they've they invested, don't want you to get hurt or whatever. Yeah, but, but the league doesn't stop it. The team stops it. Would the NFL let you play in the USFL? Good question. I don't get, know. Get uh, Goodell on the line. Let's, yeah, let's, let's call him and him. ask him. Hey, motherfucker. Fucking well, Roger's Orlando. busy. He's trying to figure out what to do with Watson. Sorry. Are we going to talk regressing about that? About that Sorry, oh, we're, we're on golf. golf. We're on golf. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're on golf. We're going to get NFL very shortly. Anything yeah, else? Shortly. Yeah. Fuck how long? How long are we staying here tonight? <laughs> damn it. Hey, by the way, talking about golf. So you know, one of the reasons I went on this trip was to to have that little reunion with my oh yeah teammates. The, the JFK uh, yeah. So uh, I thought that was like at the JFK gym when I was no, those pictures. No. I was like, what? So we met in Vegas to play, and all of us, of course. Basketball teammates. You Some guys of rent a gym. Yeah, we did the doula gym. <laughs> it's great. Classic. So, so we've got like maybe five, six graduating years all meshed together, right? Just whatever. Yeah, FD does theirs in the in yeah. the jungle, and you guys are freaking in right. And we're Vegas, pu- and we're public school. <laughs> <laughs> so we get there, and um, you know, minimum age probably is like forty-seven with. Maximum age, 65, right? It was great. And uh, basketball, in our minds, is going at 1,000% speed. But then you see the videos, because they, they were taking videos, and we're like, oh, man, were we walking that? <laughs> in your mind, it's going, like, full speed. We're, like, it's... running up the court with this ball. That's what's in our mind. But, but, like, when we watch the video, we're like, oh, we're just sort of walking that up. We're a bunch of old men. <laughs> it was great. But... um. To get more to the point of the golf, the next day we had a golf tournament. Oh. Right? So, but, you know, 
He's dominating. We're all competitive, right? We're all competitive. So basketball was supposed to be just like, you know, I was full court, but it's going to be like horse, you know, just kind of like uncontested, just shoot and whatever, giggles, shit and giggles. But he got contested in some, like half, half of my team got out with injuries. So we had, couldn't make the golf the next day. We had day. no subs after a while. Like, it's like, where's my subs? I can't do this for more than five. Did you play the whole, the whole game? No. So we ended up like recruiting kids of the, of the, of players like oh, they, they got on and uh, it was fun but yeah like half of them dropped out of the golf tournament so that was unfortunate but we did play i played there was How two was the course it's great palm, i played at palm valley which is like a retired community area uh great course um not so long ccp is much longer um i was just going to do rentals until they said oh, we're going to play for money I was like, well, well, then fuck, I'm going to not do rentals because <laughs> not only is it a course I've never so played So then in, what did you do? So I took my clubs. Oh, oh, you knew that beforehand. Yeah, right? yeah. So I took my clubs. So And uh, so we played skins. No Callaway, nothing, just straight on skins. So this guy, sh- this guy, this poor guy, man, one, one, one group ahead of me, he had a birdie, clearly won the hole, right? Then you hear another scream. Guy got an eagle. <laughs> it's like fuck. Sorry. Wow. You, you can't win a skin with a birdie. Play. Yeah. So, um, but there was only four skins awarded out of uh, thirty players. And guess who won one of the skins? You did. I won the last one. How much did you get? I got fifty-six dollars. How much did the cost to play? Twenty bucks. That was twenty dollars to play. Yeah. Because we had a special. Oh, rate. twenty. Oh, twenty dollars for the skin. And forty dollars to play. Oh, so you broke even. Yeah, 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 you broke yeah. even. You're yeah. down four bucks. Yeah, and uh, that's all right. I was like that. Here's the pin. I was like, my. He's showing about four inches, folks. Three to four inches. But that that put was a little nervous. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Did you take your time? Did you do the cause walk? They around? were trying to fuck me up. They're like, hey, well, it was only four inches. No, he walked around. He laid down on the ground. Yeah, he did the. <laughs> That's the, the kind. Of, that's the kind of distance where you just kind of tap long. it with your foot, you know, on a casual basis. But when it comes down to that birdie, and that was my only birdie. I had like five pars. And what was your what was your score? Uh, I scored eighty seven. Nice. Yeah, under so. ninety. Jeez. <laughs> I love it when the guys at the course to me they go, they go, "How was your score?" And they go, "Oh, shitty. It was an 84. <laughs> and I'm like, "You don't know who you're talking <laughs> yeah. to, bro." Shut up. That's an 84. Is killer. You guys suck. Hey, but my driver was on point for whatever reason. I was like, so anyway, let's move on. NBA. I've got a call. Should we take it? It's Corey Paulino. I saw him yesterday. We'll call take him later. It. Oh, okay. I mean, we could have made him talk baseball with us, but. Well, we got NBA, and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on NBA, but. Uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell died. Um, age 88, July 31st. And I thought we'd run as we had done for Vin. 11-time champion. The goat. Maybe the goat. (laughs) (laughs) You willing to admit to that now? No, I would say he's one of the top centers of all time. Oh, shit, here we go. Even his daddy, not nice to him. Hey, he's only 11 for 13. He's not undefeated. The second straight season of the most valuable player award. A clutch performer. I have MVPs. He's the brightest star in the NBA. William Felton Russell. 
was a monumental figure in the history of the NBA. One of the greatest players ever, he blazed trails and broke barriers. Yet for all his accolades, one aspect of his transcendent career stands out. He has more titles to his credit than any other player in NBA history. Does that mean he's Russell goat? is the greatest winner of all time. Greatest winner. The most valuable player of all time. And no one can equal his record of 11 championships in 13 years. Russell grew up in Monroe, Louisiana, before his family moved west to Oakland, California. He was told early that when challenged, he should never back down. When we first moved into the projects, and these four kids ran by, and one of them slapped me as he's going by. Well, I went upstairs and told my mother, and we went all through the projects looking for those guys. When you're gonna fight every one of them one at a time. There was five of them. I lost three and won two. And so I go home, <laughs> crying, and she says, don't cry. You did what you had to do. As a teenager in Oakland, he would blossom into a star at McClyman's High School and go on to play close to home at the University of San Francisco. His defensive abilities were unprecedented. And there's a fight for the rebound. Taft recovers and he can move. Russell blocks his shot and the Dons are showing their power. Russell led his school to back-to-back -to -back NCAA titles and would cap off his amateur career by winning Olympic gold in Melbourne in 1956. Heading into the NBA draft that year, Red Auerbach of the Boston Celtics understood that Russell could transform his team. Auerbach engineered a trade dealing popular all-star Ed McCauley and talented rookie Cliff Hagen to St. Louis, clearing the way for the Celtics to sign Russell. And just as he had done in college, Bill Russell redefined the game defensively. I remember thinking to myself, well, we not only got ourselves a rebounder, but it looks to me like he was such a great athlete for his size and such quickness. I said, I think we're getting a little bit more than, than we bargained for in Bill Russell. Luzzi, waiting for his man, bounce pass to Russell. Basket is good in his spot. He can rebound, I can run, I can play defense. He made everybody around him better. It was the ultimate piece of the puzzle. Just months after Russell joined good the team, hands. the Celtics no, were champions. The all-around play of the Celtics is too much for the Hawks to overcome. Boston down St. Louis to win the NBA's yeah, World Series for the first time and become the professional Celtics. basketball champion. Kobe Russell would soon be joined in the yeah. league by another dominant force, Wilt Chamberlain. The winning is only important if you beat the best. My friend Wilt Norman Chamberlain was far and away the best player I've ever played against. Throughout the 1960s, their rivalry would become a centerpiece of the NBA game and captivate audiences. Over the years, it also became one of mutual respect. Wilt's statistics were astounding, but Russell kept collecting championships. Mm -hmm. After he got in the league, Folks were trying to compare us. I decided that I will never change the way I play for the Celtics. Starting in 1959, Russell would lead the Celtics on a still unmatched run in American team sports, eight consecutive league titles. Bill Russell, Danny Coach. And 40, I repeat, 40 rebounds. 
Russell used to become physically ill before every ball game. I mean, that's how much each particular game meant to him. West all alone. Look at Russell come down. And what a play by Russell. Was it important to dominate? Yes. It was important to dominate because uh, one thing that you want to do to your opponents is to make them think, make them know they can't win. You shut a guy down or block a guy's shot and say, yes, we did that to you. And if you come back, we'll do it again. That's it. It's all over. It's all over. Everybody in the place is yelling and screaming. They deserve it, John. They're the greatest basketball team that was ever assembled. But even as they dominated... All right, so... R.I.P. And, like, they didn't... We didn't get to, but then he was the first black... Was he the first black coach of a team, manager? I don't know about that. He's something like that. Yeah, he was. He coached the Celtics. I'm not too sure. He coached the Kings, and he coached somebody else where he was the head coach. Yeah, he was amazing. And just keeping his cool all the time. Right. I mean, he's a physical player, but he kept his cool. Uh, rebounding, I mean, he's more than a rebounder, but I love watching the video of him doing the two-handed. He never did the. You never hardly see him do a one-handed jam, mm -hmm. like a Dr. J. But he'd go up and do that slam where he barely is leaving the ground, and he's just like jamming it with two hands. Making sure it's in. It's going in, baby. I think he retired in San Francisco. Of all, you know, he's like switch coasts because he was at the Laker games a lot um, towards the uh, yeah. end of Kobe's career. Because he was a good mentor to Kobe. Magic went out, I think, yesterday. He said they need to retire his number across the NBA. So that, that was Magic's idol. Yeah, so that's a big deal when a Laker is saying that about a Celtic. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, <laughs> Bill Russell's Bill. I mean, yeah. I mean, to take a team like uh, San Fran in college. University of San Francisco. USF and win, what, two, two, champi two, two championships with yeah. him? Yeah. I mean, that's a dominating player. That's like a guy like Kenny Sailors Kenny taking Saylors. a team from Wyoming to but, win a championship. But, you have to have a dominant player to win it. You know who's not liking that retiring six thing? Who? LeBron James. Oh, LeBron. Because <laughs> yeah. like Michael, retire it. Because Michael, Michael's going to eventually have when when Michael Jordan dies. You think twenty three will be? Let, retired let's hope forever? that doesn't happen for a while. But when he dies, you know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. <laughs> the brain is. Can you not imagine? Can you imagine if if Bill Russell had a Nike contract, right, for some shoes or some of the shit that these guys get now? Can you imagine how how much more beyond Michael Jordan people would consider Bill Russell? I get you. I get you. I'm man. just saying that I get you. it's a different time. But I get you. I get back you. in those days, what Bill Russell would have been doing, like a tampon commercial or something, <laughs> you know, or something he wouldn't even yeah, normally, would. you know, and he'd get he'd get 50 bucks a commercial or something like that. Well, that would be, you know? be Will Chamberlain. Yeah. He'd be like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You get, know, I mean, get the Kleenex tampon. Be doing like a, I'm Will Chamberlain. I like to endorse Plan B. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm, I mean, Will, I'm Will Chamberlain. I mean, and when those I, guys back in those when days I'm with used my to get, girls. I, I wear Trojan. Yeah. When I'm with I, my bitches, I Kenny Sailors did something for some kind of milk or something, right? Or yeah. what did he do? Some yeah, some, kind of, some milk. kind of milk, Doc, not yet. Yeah. Milk or Dr Pepper or, or something. something. Yeah. And, and, you know, like Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell must have got like that kind of stuff, yeah. and it was like smoke Marlboro. 
<laughs> you know, and they're athletes, and they're doing like a, a cigarette commercial or something. When I'm on and the getting paid jack shit, yeah. Michael Jordan gets a whole fucking sneaker after himself. Yeah. No wonder everybody thinks he's the greatest because he had more PR, he had more media, he had more everything. But hey, hey, statistically, I, let's he's stick to good. Bill Russell. Yeah, but you know what? At the end of the day, yeah, that's that. There's a lot of truth in what you're saying, but you can't ignore the fact that. Can't ignore eleven championships. You cannot ignore that MJ is. Can't ignore how special. many how many championships for MJ? Eleven, but yes, six for six. Six, six for, for six. six. So what? Not eleven for thirteen. <laughs> eleven. <laughs> Eleven's pretty good. Would have been how many? For how many? How many MVPs? How many years. MVPs for Jordan? I think he had six or five. I, I, I want to say I think, five. I think they have five. I think they yeah. both have five. No, yeah. Bill Russell had six. I think they. No, said. Russell had five. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's the brain. But the point is, I think the point <laughs> Sorry. is, the point is here. Fuck you, Shep. <laughs> the point is, we all agree. Magic Johnson is legitimately the GOAT because he's played all. What? <laughs> We're not going into GOAT. I didn't want We're to go into GOAT. We're talking about the We're GOAT. We're not going GOAT tonight. Yeah. Fuck you, Kazu. <laughs> <laughs> and he happens to be a Laker. But ESPN just did something that was fucking bullshit pissed me oh, off. Oh, here you go. Listen, they're listening, so you better. You this better is an NFL clean. thing. Okay. They did offense goat for each position. So they did it kind of oh, like what I want to see. Oh, they oh. did the goat for each position on offense, and they did it on defense. And for the goat for the tight end, they made it Rob Gronkowski, which I think is overhyped. I think that's over. He's got the championships, but to me, Travis Kelsey or Tony Gonzalez, or I could think of other. Right. Tight ends that are better, and then and then they didn't even give an honorable mention to Derek Thomas for linebacker or whatever. I was I was a little hurt as a Chiefs fan. There was nobody in there that was, but anyway, they did goat by position, which is kind of how that's kind of my thing. So sure thing, yeah. I kind of looked at it and I thought, oh, this is gonna be great, and then I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I didn't like half their picks. Fuck like, off. Fuck yeah. you, ESPN. Anyway, on that positive note, rest in peace, Bill Russell. 88, transformed pro basketball, but also transformed uh, a movement uh, for equality. It was That's a, right. a civil yeah, rights movement. He's a great civil rights leader. And just for the record, Bill Russell and Michael Jordan have five league MVP They're both titles five. each. I said five, right? They're both five, yeah. Booyah. Boo. Co-goats. 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 Yeah, slap fight. But Jordan, slap fight but, coming. But Jordan has six NBA Finals MVP, which is the most. And he's a billionaire, so fuck off. And he's a dick. <laughs> he's not a dick. He's a nice guy. I met him. I I've met him too. I would not just touched his hand. Just because he wouldn't sign your autograph. He, no, I was there when he told some little kid he wouldn't sign his autograph, and there was nobody around in the Grand Wiley Fuck lobby. Them kids. And he had his guy. <laughs> Chew these kids off after he golfed thirty six holes. Yeah, he's like for the fuck, day. fuck them kids, and he wouldn't even give a kid an autograph. 30, and he's a bad tipper. Thirty six holes is a lot. Yeah, he's paying ten thousand dollars or whatever a night for a room or whatever he's paying, and he couldn't even tip well. So, so do you remember that meme? I thought you said a bad temper. No, bad tipper. 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 Bad yeah. tipper. So there's a meme of Michael Jordan, and the words "fuck them kids," right? And you know where that comes from? So he's got the Jordan camp, right? And all these kids are there, like 30, 40 kids in the camp. You know, all of them from rich families, I'm sure. They paid thousands of dollars to be there. And um, 
what's it? What was the announcer's name? Rashid. Uh, Rashid not, Wallace. Not, not no, that's the basketball player. That's basketball. Uh, 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 no. Oh, Rashid. Uh, former football player. Something. You know the guy. Yeah, so I know who you're talking about. He's yeah. a brother. His brother's an announcer too. Yeah, he's on the uh, NBC announcer, right? Yeah. Isn't it Allen? Rashid Allen. No. Anyway, whatever. He married yeah, uh, Cosby's wife. wife. Yeah. He married Cosby's wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the actress, anyway. Anyway, so he goes, hey, Michael, how about we do this? If you take this shot from this place, and if you miss, all the kids in your camp get free Air Jordans, right? And Michael's like, all right, all right. So he just, he gets the ball. He dribbles. He looks at the basket, squares up, swish. And all the kids are like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, so the meme, the meme was uh, created. Fuck them kids. <laughs> I'd say that's about his attitude on things. <laughs> I'm just going to say he's a dick. Yeah, fuck them kids. Okay, so hey, NBA before Bring we- it, Michael. If you've got a problem with it, bring it right here. You know, he's texting me right now. He's like, hey, what's, what's, what's the brain's problem? Aspen Gal Road over you know, in, in Bear Gotta what's, Bring it. What's, what's the brain's problem? Uh, okay, there's only one news that's taken NBA. I don't care much, but where does KD go? He wants to be traded. Teams want him, obviously. Brooklyn doesn't want him. Where does he go? I thought Brooklyn said they'd, they'd, they'd be happy to Because Kyrie's him. staying. I think he's going to be a sixer. Oh, by the way, the guy's name is Armad Rashad. Not Rashid. We were off big time. Yeah, Samsonite. Did marry, you were right, though. He did marry, what's her name? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Cosby uh, lady. The Cosby mob, who is astonished that Bill was a rapist. Yeah. Samsonite. I was way off. (laughs) (laughs) That was that dumb and dumber. Yeah. Swenson, God. Swanson. I, I think that Durant's going to end up in freaking Sixerland. No. No, I don't think so. Sixers are being investigated as we speak. Is it from the movie? No. What happened? Uh, With James it's Harden. It's bullshit because James Harden took all that. You know, he, he said he'll take less money in there. So the NBA is saying, oh, I think you had that arranged before they oh, went out and got before the trade. Uh, well, uh, he had a history yeah. with the uh, GM. I know. Under. So they're they're under investigation. Uh, they, uh, might get, they might get secret double probation if they're not. I don't careful. care to give Durant or any of these fuckers any extra time on their. They're going to go somewhere. They're going to make a shit ton of money. Hey, but, if he wants to win, go to Philly and get paid. The league minimum. But isn't it a Guys shame? Guys like this that are like, I'm demanding a trade. Isn't it a shame? You know, fuck you. Guy whatever. with that much talent is just bouncing around teams, just desperate to. Kind of reminds me of LeBron. Just desperate to get a championship, right? Well, LeBron. Well, LeBron, is LeBron has. LeBron even going to be a Laker still? No, he'll be not after next year. He'll be gone. I, well, they're set, they're speculating he's going to go back home to Cleveland with his Cleveland, boys. They don't want him though. With Cleveland, KD, Cleveland, they don't Cleveland need him. Said they don't want him. Right? Cleveland's good where they're at. They got the Mobley brothers. I like. If I'm Cleveland, if I'm Cleveland, I'm like, hey, fuck you, man. We're not your show. We're not your stage. You know, I'm gonna. So he's gonna end up playing for the Clippers. <laughs> Clippers. <laughs> Is Kevin Durant going to do like a the choice show like LeBron did, dude? The decision. The decision. The decision. Dun, dun, dun. That was such bullshit. That's, that's what brought his downfall for me. 
when he did that. Yeah, yeah I thought that you. was a cheese ball. You know what? What's really sad, and I have to say this as a Laker guy, ESPN has a st- an entire story goes, here are 10 players from last year's team that are still not signed. So we have 10 players from last year's team, this year, I guess, technically, who haven't been signed yet. That's how terrible that team makeup was. Nobody in the NBA is trying to sign so these guys. The Lakers are going to suck next year, huh? Uh, so every year, I don't want Kyrie. We're just trying to. I don't want right Russell now, Westbrook. We? We're antagonizing. Oh, oh, you got Westbrook. He's staying. I he know. Says he's staying. I know. I know. And then you know the the coach Ham. He's like, he's going to have the right to bench Russell Westbrook if he needs to. I'm like, what kind of bullshit is that? If you're a head coach. That's the one place you have full control of. Yeah, he doesn't need to during the game. That. He knows right? that. He should. Everybody should know that. God, Frank Vogel's like, fuck those motherfuckers. <laughs> now I gotta work at Costco. <laughs> Got a membership? Let me see your membership. You see your membership card? <laughs> you guys been to a Costco in the states lately? Yeah, I was yeah, just there in Hawaii. It's freaking. It's full bomb, on. dude. It's full on. Yeah. Bomb. You could like. Spend the whole day there, have lunch. There's an oh, island yeah. in there. I mean, you, you can hang out. I mean, you, you could just you, spend a day there. You want to hear a funny story about Costco and their hot dogs? I think it's like a dollar ninety nine or whatever it is, right? And so you know, with only five dollars at CCP, by you know, way. you know, when uh, all this uh, inflation and all this shit happened, and you know, there's like stress about costs going up the roof, and. Uh, so there was an article, I think it was Forbes or Fortune magazine, some one of these mark. They're like Costco remains like one of the only last bastions of like where you can get a hot dog for 99 cents in America or whatever it is, right? Dollar 99 maybe. And so they're like I guess they were trying for years to like convince the CEO of Costco like let's bring it up to like, $4. Bro, everybody's at 2.99. And this yeah. thing, you know, like this thing costs more than nine nine, and I guess the CEO went looked at his executive management team that manages all this shit. He goes, "Hey, it's a hot dog. Figure it out. Keep it at dollar ninety nine. Yeah, because to him, it's just an amenity. Yeah, that he's giving to the people. Yeah. But I love it. I love. I like that mentality. I love that attitude. Like, give the give the people hot dogs, dollar ninety nine. Let them eat their cake. Figure it out. Eat it too. Where yeah. we? Where do we need to cut? Figure it out. But we're not going to charge more than what we have been charging. I love that. I love that attitude. All That's right. a guy that realizes what. All right. So we didn't get anywhere in the N- uh, NBA, but uh, are we going to NHL next? No, we're going to go <laughs> NFL because That's it's the preseason. This is Howard Cosell, and we are going to talk about the N. NFL. So, NFL, guess who is up for the first game of the preseason tomorrow? Tomorrow? The Las Vegas Raiders against the Jaguars. Any predictions, gentlemen? Jaguars win. Fuck you. (laughs) Preseason. I know, but still, fuck you. Nobody's a winner. Jaguars got a new coach who's a winner. We got a new coach. Who's their new coach? The former Eagles coach. Oh, oh, oh. Like Peterson. Yep, he's a Chiefs coach. We got a Jack. We got a uh, Josh Daniels, not quite 
Jack Daniels, but... Uh, yeah, he wow, sucks, though. I'm excited. That's the Hall of Fame game or whatever the Hall of Fame preseason. They call it the Hall of Fame. What, what do you think? What do you think is how? Okay, you're right. Tomorrow. Yeah, Relevant question. How do you think Josh Daniels is going to do as a head coach second time around? Well, let's have him start the season first because last time he didn't even start the season, right? That's true. What with the Denver? Yeah, didn't he like quit? No. <clears throat> uh, recently. Who signed him and then he backed out the last minute? He was Denver for a little bit, right? No, but he was a head coach for Denver. Yes, yeah. And then he went to what? They became the assistant Lions or somebody, or then he went to the Patriots. Oh, yeah, back to the Patriots. But who, 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 who? What team was that that signed him as a head coach and then he backed out, went back to be the assistant? I can't remember either. I don't remember. Colts, maybe, maybe the Eagles. No, it wasn't the Eagles. (laughs) No. All right, I'll I'll give the Raiders the edge in this one by. a, a slight margin. It's preseason. I understand, yeah. but we still got to predict. I know, but I'm, no, I know, no, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying about prediction. I'm saying doesn't I think, matter. I think the Raiders have a more experienced group, so they're going to be like, let's play it kind of conservative. The right, Jaguars got a new coach and trying guys. to yeah. set a new tone, and they're going to be like, hey, let's go out and get this. Oh, so you let's, think the Jags are going to bring it? The Jags are going to they're going to bring it and win it. They're going to bring it. I can see that. All right, so you got Jags. You got. I took the Raiders. Raiders, Raiders. Okay. So, t- what you took the Raiders? Oh, yeah, surprising. surprising. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's here's the. Li- I'm just gonna uh, shoot we off. Really? The- Are we gonna go through the NFL? I don't want to do NFL no, no. Just 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 some I- interesting ones. Just interesting ones. Uh, the ones that count. Eagles, Jets. Oh come on. Well, the same thing. The Jets. Preseason are Jets. <laughs> You Eagles know, don't win preseason games. All right, all right, cool, Doesn't cool. Matter Who does Kansas City uh, play? Who do we play? You don't, you guys, you don't even play. I don't even pay attention to the preseason. Yeah, they're like, they're like honestly, they're I'm like, just glad that Orlando Brown Jr. has. Oh, you play the pack- fucking fat ass at the. You're gonna play the, the Packers. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Packers are gonna win that. Yeah, because they're fudge Packers. <laughs> I think. Did the I bigger, say that on the air? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think me. the bigger NFL <laughs> question is. Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah, that's what we should be talking about. Well, talk about let's what, talk about it. Six so games with six, six games, games enough but, or not. But the NFL has filed a, something that says they want to appeal. appeal it. And Roger Goodell has the final say. He could either take it himself or hand it off to somebody. But mm. And people are clamoring for more. They wanted a year. I think the NFL wanted a year when well, he got that decision. Well, the challenge with it is, and I'm not going to side with Deshaun, but mm-hmm. is that none of the cases, twenty of the twenty four, got whatever civil cases. Yeah. They're all civil. He there's no like non civil like regular, you know, criminal cases that are still pending. It's all civil, and civil civil. It's like the juice. It's like it's like OJ. It's civil cases, whatever you pay. You don't have to. Do Wait, what, what is okay? Just for reference, for the listeners that don't know, who the juice is? No, no, no. What, what's 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 his problem? What, what's he in trouble? For? He was pulling out his penis right in Walk front of a massage. massage therapist, and this is where it's saying. This is the funny part about this. I was, I was reading up on this. There's story. nothing funny about pulling your penis in front of a massage. No, he was. They <laughs> are claiming because he pulled it out, but he didn't like make them touch it or. Yeah. According to what 
you know, and I don't know all the I details. I mean, there, isn't there, a, like, I need to air it out rule? <laughs> he, he was putting it out there, but he wasn't like, which was what it was offending him. But he wasn't like forcing them to touch it or anything. Yeah, he like, just, hey, man, he it needs flopping, to breathe. He was flopping it out. He's like, it needs to breathe. It's hot down here, man. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, but he's, Sorry, a, he's hey, being offensive. It's a little hot right now. He was right being now. offensive. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little hot, man. It's hot, Shit. Guys. I gotta, so I gotta let my junk on out. On one side, yeah, he's being a jerk. He's doing that. So yeah, I think. I, in my opinion is is he deserves more, more punishment than six games. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying the defense is is that he didn't really like take it out and slap anybody across <laughs> the face with it. <laughs> hey, wake up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's supposed funny. to be massaging my calf, damn it! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was your calf. That's my dick. <laughs> anyway, so does he get more than six? I think six is pretty substantial for the Browns. They're going to be hurting without six. With, if, with oh, the Jacoby, Browns, yeah, they'll if take Jacoby the six. Brissett is like the quarterback for six games, they might win. They might go three and three on those, and then mm-hmm. what do you what do you think Goodell's going to do? Or whoever decides. I think they're going to slap a few more games on them. Right. At least. I don't think they're going the whole season. I think half season plus one. Half season is what? 17 games right 17 now? games. So so nine. They might go. Yeah. I think they'll bump it up to like nine. My guess. But I was surprised he didn't get more. And where's Baker Mayfield? He's gone. He's competing with he's competing with Aaron Donald over at fucking Carolina for a starting position. Yeah. He looks skinny. Have you seen the video? No, I haven't. I haven't seen video. He looks like he lost a shit ton of weight. He's all like stressed out probably. He's probably on a plant-based diet. Yeah, he looks... uh, He's going to break. It's going to be be interesting. Um, But Cleveland's... That that division is going to be interesting now that that's happening. Baltimore is going to be tough. Right. Lamar's in his zone. Well, what did I say uh, a, a couple episodes ago? If the Raiders are not interested in winning this year, Vince Gully. Well, I'm saying it's a tie league. Oh shit! I'm trying to get you guys in there, but yeah. Is she still here? Yeah. Okay. What were you gonna say? The Raiders, if they're not interested. If, if if the Raiders are not making moves this year, whether it be players, you know, admin or whatever, if their interest is not to win, but rather be just this popular you're going to become a chief sam i'm i'm free agent i'm telling you right now they need to prove to me and and you know what you know Cause what? i hate to say this and it, i don't know if i really want to say it but we'll take you in yeah well we would we would take you you in should in. take uh. a you should take a loyal fan like me in because you've been to kansas city so maybe we'd take you like in. that's we the only reason i would even consider kansas city because because I've been there. I think Kelly's kind of a closet Chiefs fan. Well, she, well, no, she's not a closet. She's a Chiefs fan. She's a Chiefs fan. Yeah. She's she has no interest in the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It's going to be an interesting season. I, I'm, I'm excited for the NFL. I I'm always s- excited for the NFL. Who's not excited for some football? <laughs> Sorry, I just blew that. You know what's, <laughs> what's going to be good about the Raiders season, though? Nothing. No, 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 no. Hold oh. on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I just like to... I think the Raider Nation will have closure this year with Josh Daniels as head coach because he did say 
that was a fumble. We could put that behind us. I think I think what the Raider Nation's going to have we this year. We put that behind us. Is I think that yeah. Vegas is going to start to embrace them this year. Yeah. Right. Last year they had issues with not enough fan base there. Well, you know. check this out. So they're going to be in this. They're in the same situation as San Diego Padres, right? Where they're a tourist destination, right? And you're always going to have, well, see, the other team's fans buying so up. So I spent three. I spent three nights in Vegas this trip. How that, much Raider gear did you see? I I saw honestly I saw a lot more than I did the previous year. Okay. Right. And uh, I mean, they're right up there with the Knights because the Knights rule Vegas. Right? Yeah, Golden Knights, baby. Golden yeah, the Knights. Knights have dominated the and they've the, won the, championships. Paraphernalia. But when I entered Vegas, there was a large black Raiders billboard that said, "Welcome to Las Vegas." Wow. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do in the? Um, did you gamble? I did not gamble. Other than the golf course, Boo. Uh, no, I just didn't have no time. slots, nothing. I did. I didn't touch it a bit. Not even in the airport. Not even prostitutes. Like, yeah. The... <laughs> you didn't go out to that. The, you yeah. didn't go out to the ranch. I didn't go to Mustang Ranch. No, no. I don't not... know what you guys are talking about. So Vegas was uh, very, very um, PG thirteen for me. I'm impressed. There's the Raider. It's taking hold. We'll see, but I think they're in the same situation as like the Padres and the Angels. We got a yeah. lot of tourists, yeah, and you're gonna have fans from the other team invading your stadium. Okay, so I'm, like I said, I'm 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 uh, I'm gonna give them this season to prove themselves to You've a loyal fan. How many years so far? I know, but but I felt like those years they were trying to win. But you can't give up. You they were just stick with your. Team. They were just clusterfucks. As much as I'd love you to be a Chiefs but fan, this year I, th- I want you to stay with your this team. This year I was offended because I felt like they were just. <laughs> I felt like they were just doing things to be politically correct, you know. And I'm like, Woke. I don't want that. I don't want that in my team. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. So going back to forty two. The Brooklyn Dodgers didn't sign Jackie Robinson because they were woke. They actually wanted... They wanted to win. They wanted to win. See, that's the difference, Kramer. I want my team to win. I, I want to tell you a quote. I don't from, want it to be woke. I just want it to win. I, I want to tell you what Travis Kelsey's response to Raiders fans when he was at the uh, that uh, the golf tournament that they have every year up in the American Century Golf Tournament. And Raiders fans were heckling him, and somebody said, how do you, how do Travis, how do you handle these Raider fans? He goes, I love Raider fans. I tell Raider fans all the time, I love them. I love seeing them because I know I'm going to, I know I'm getting a dub in 200 (laughs) yards. (laughs) Fuckers. What was, uh, what was, uh, what was that quarterback's fucking name? His Leg broke. Uh, Alex Smith. No, no, no. Theismann. Theismann. Oh, Joe Theismann. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Like he, the first one. Yeah, yeah. The first, <laughs> the first one. one that broke his leg. He goes. For he goes. Washington. I don't. He goes. I don't understand the Raider Nation. The the Raider fans are losers. Because I don't say that in a disrespectful way, but you can't understand why they would be fans for a team that doesn't want to win. And I'm like, that hurt. You know, that cut. I was like, and I just win, baby. But but it made sense to me. I was like. You know, yeah. Why are we being loyal to this team that doesn't want to win? They're trying to be proper. They're trying to be this. They want to be this. You know, like when it was Al Davis, love or hate him, he just wanted to win. 
and he and thought now it's like like Mark Davis is like bad haircut yeah, that bowl know. cut that bowl cut has got to go like shave it who was it uh i forget yeah. i forget uh what the columnist said it goes goes well this year the difference for the raiders this year is that we don't have tv personalities running the team you know and it was taking shade at uh, of course um gruden and uh mike uh what's his name uh yeah anyway so we'll see we'll see it's just preseason but you know what you know why the, yeah, but the NFL is ramping up. People are fired up about the NFL. The Orlando Brown victory. finally came to camp. You guys have everybody in fly. camp. You guys got any yes. holdouts? No. You got any holdouts? Nope. We finally got our last holdout in camp. I mean, I hate the whole holdout thing. It's like, come on, you guys are getting paid, whatever. Mm. Go in. If you didn't get your contract this year, go and play your ass off under the franchise tag. The franchise tag for Orlando Brown is like a million whatever dollars so it's like why even pennies yeah it's like pennies play and yeah. show us and then we'll give you the money yeah i mean he had a so-so year last year but this is what i love the about the united states sports program there's always something around the corner we've got major league baseball coming towards the pennant the playoffs the world series we're getting there it's a long season and then right after that You've got the NFL kicking in gear and the NBA. Hockey. It's a cycle, cycle, cycle. Sports. Love it. Only in the United States. Only in America. Viva America. Viva America. Because if you lived anywhere else. Let's make America great again. Yeah. Because if you lived anywhere else, oh my God. you got fucking 12. <laughs> you got 12 months of soccer. Fuckers. Slurp burp. Yeah. yeah, you got 12 months of soccer anywhere else. Right. I love soccer, but. I don't love it. You mean football? Football. I don't need it to football in 12 football. months. Uh, I, I don't know. Are we yeah. doing any local sports? Do we have any local yes, sports? Yes, we are going to do local sports. Let's segue That's into August. it right now. Okay, so it's been summer. Everybody's been lazy. Everybody's been fat. Everybody's been drinking too much. Everybody's been ignoring their kids. But you know what? School season's about to start. That's and right. that means supports local sports and who better to talk about that than the coach oh god get him coach we're putting you in man you're in you're in yeah it's that time it's august so end of the month uh high school sports will be kicking off there'll be a lot of girls volleyball a lot of boys soccer um there might be some cross country with the public school side Mm -hmm. and they have another sport. I don't know what they're doing also, but uh, volleyball, soccer, the main ones going on first quarter. Right. And then middle school. Middle school is interesting this year. So we're doing uh, boys and girls cross country and boys and girls rugby first. Wow. Oh, so, what's going to happen in the rugby? Is there controversy? Did that get resolved? Uh, dun, dun, dun. I Kind of. I got a I got a text from one of the rugby people saying, "Hey, uh, just give me a, the lowdown. What's going on and what you guys are doing?" So yeah. the guys are playing the girls, and the girls are playing the guys. No, no, no. It's just uh, trans. Yeah, no, no. Middle schools, things. guys versus guys, girls versus girls. Oh, it's middle school. Yeah, it's middle school. Middle There's school. There's no side. trans in the middle school. Not that we're aware of. Okay. Not saying there isn't, but not that we're aware of. So, but anyway, yeah. So uh, if you if you support well. Support everybody. That's my big thing. But if you're a fan of a private school, their season starts August 19th. 
And I think the public school side, if you're a fan of one of those schools, they start on August 26th. Is the paddling in the first quarter? No. Uh, the public school, I think, has their paddling second quarter. Oh. I'm not 100% sure. I thought it'd be during these flatter, flatter But times. the private school has their paddling season scheduled for the fourth quarter. Starting I heard there's a big competition like around December or so. Or November, December, somewhere like off island, all the all the boats are going to be gone. I don't know if that's true, but how about shuffleboard? Is it made the cut? Uh, it has not made the cut yet. Sorry, it's not there. Darts almost made the cut, Darts, but didn't. No, yeah, they're still yeah. out. They're still on the out. But I got to get those sports in there. Billiards. But, but third quarter, Pickle be ready ball. to work, Kramer. Third quarter, third Pickle quarter. Ball. I'm ready. I'm ready. Boys and quarter. girls beach volleyball together. Other local sports, pickleball. Well, there's pickleball. There's a movement of pickleball. They play in Tumon all the time. Apparently, the I want. I, I kind of want to get into pickleball. Center. I, it's it's an old man's tennis. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's kind of a combo. Okay. Now I, mean, I don't want to get into it. No, it's you know, <laughs> it's good. Take each day out. She'll probably beat you. No, it's a lot. Is she good at there's it? a lot of couples oh, out there playing and getting angry at each other. Um, there's a golf tournament August 13th. You know what? The Guam Hogs. That's what I'm interested in. Golf tournaments. Guam Hogs. Guam yeah. Hogs tournament on Speaking the 13th. Speaking of golf. We need to talk. Uh oh, I forgot to bring the schedule for high school to you. Oh, is that, bring it. is that first schedule. quarter? No, second. Am Ooh. I hired or fired? You're hired. Oh, all right, good Ooh. job. Because he's like one of the only coaches I really talk to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, the rest of you. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> well, you know what? This year we're doing tryouts. Oh. Fuck that. I'm not You're doing tryouts. Yeah, you know what? Any tryouts? Uh, practice? practice, practice. I got to so practice. What, what do you mean? How are you going to do a tryout? So I what's your tryout? You're going to make them go out and hit 18 holes, and then see I want to see people. Okay, look, the, I uh, can tell you, you're two, three top golfers. Well, yeah, the already. the obvious people that are active in tournaments and playing. Okay, they don't need to yeah, try. Let's not have these kids that are just dragging ass, freaking. They're like, I, last year I learned a lesson. There are there are players on the team who aren't players at all. They just, they're just seniors and they just want a senior party and they want a crown and they want a sash and they want to say, oh my God, I was in the golf club, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's a club. That's, that's not a true. team. That's true. You're I right. want a golf team. That's I don't, out there. I think he's you right. Can, what you do you can think, join Chef? a golf right. club. I, I, I back him a hundred percent. Yeah. You can join a golf club all you want. Don't get on the team if you have no intention to practice, no intention to Put in time, and no intention to win when you put or in position. Or if you don't even know how to hit the ball already, you have to have some knowledge of the sport. I'll take that person. You... you know what? I'll take that person who has no idea what they're doing, but they want to win. They want to. They're going to try and improve. There's, I mean, I, I agree. There's players oh. out there in the high school thing that last are just year. Like... I, last year was a. I, it's an eye opener because me, being you know, going back to high school, I was always competitive. I may not have been good at every sport, but I, if Any I joined, sport. if I took, <laughs> hey, 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 sorry, hey, sorry. hey, hey, I've had a few beers. I'm sorry. Come on now. You know, I can whip you in any sport except oh. for surfing. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Except for surfing. Yeah. Oh, let's set it up. Really? Oh, Challenge has been really? thrown oh, down. My God. I'm Slap picking down. the sport. Slap down. I'm picking the sport. Any Kramer sport. versus Kazu. Slap Wild Bills. Yeah. Darts. <laughs> Who's there? I'll beat you in darts. I'll oh, beat you in billiards. Oh, billiards. We're going right after oh, this. Every, Show up. Everything. I'm going to put the call out right now. I just won't take you on on surfing. i got to work tomorrow, damn it. Don't take me up on surfing, and you shouldn't take me up on golfing. Ooh, well, I'll ooh. take you and 
either. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so I want to I want to wrestle you right now. Getting back to my dick will put you down. I want to okay. wrestle you in so, hot oil. <laughs> so getting back to what I'm saying, I don't mind somebody coming onto the team and saying, "I have no idea what I'm doing." Coming onto the team, <laughs> but I want to be on the team, and I will say, "Do you want to win? Do you want to do this?" Okay, great. But if you're coming on the team, so you can get a sash. And you can get a crown, and right it's all ab- it's all about like, oh look at me, I'm a senior, and I I joined the golf team, even though I contributed nothing to the golf tr- team, didn't take stats, didn't go to practice, didn't rah rah rah. So that's not happening this year. Fuck no, you're I, cutting the I line. Was a rookie you're cutting coach. the umbilical umbilical cord. I was a rookie coach you're last year. Babies away. You know, I was like. I was sort of like put into the fire. Wow, listen to second year coach. Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't want to rock the coach. boat, but like this year, okay, no, I, I don't want any of these losers that just join the team. Because I got your back. Look at coach. Coach is nodding yeah. his head. Everybody, yeah. he's like, I got this like, guy's back. This is my new head coach. I have sticking behind him. That's we, the kind of AD you want. Yeah, we can go like we can go winless in the season as long as I got. People there that want to be there. You're not going to win this. Your women's team's going to win. No. Freaking going to kick everybody's uh, ass. Yeah. Because my job as, as coach as of the St. John's focused. golf team is not to teach not to teach the good players more golf. It's to teach them character. Like, this is how you lead. This is how you take care of people that are not as good as you. You don't forget them. Leave them behind. You encourage them to play better. And those that are on the bottom... Say, oh, I'll never get better than that girl because she's so good. I said, no, well, maybe you will never. But your goal is not to be better than them. Your goal is to be better than yourself. yourself. Be yes. the best you can be. Correct. I tell myself that on the golf course all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not competing. Is that against... before or after you break the six iron? I, I'm. <laughs> I'm struggling with the new six irons, honestly. Yeah, that I haven't other found, six iron. I haven't found one to replace that. I, you know, I'm not trying to beat Lloyd Hartman. I'm trying mm. to beat myself. I beat myself every day. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we hear you beating yourself ETA, every night. ETA told us. Yeah, I bet she has. Yeah, she's like, can you stop beating yourself <laughs> and wipe, wipe the goddamn shelves off? You're six foot four, for God's sakes! You're getting it everywhere. Oh my gosh, this is digressing. <laughs> Tonight's about? podcast Jesus has gone Christ. into. Hey, That's I want to give a shout out. There's about. another podcast out there. Minami Chan uh, is on a podcast. Oh really? It's called Everything's Awesome. Everything is awesome. It's on. It's on uh, Spotify. I guess Ooh. I haven't. Oh, nice. I haven't checked it out yet. But she's made a couple guest appearances mm-hmm. for her friends podcast and uh maybe we should do a link up with them yeah we should one of these days <laughs> all right well we're getting out to that point where we probably should shut down and well, uh, we're at the two hour mark yeah yeah we're good let's yeah but, let's call it and and who else can say goodbye better than our good friend vince gully the man and uh, for you guys out there, we're not we're not going to exit the way we usually do, which is with a lot of uh, chatter and nonsense. We're going to let a already did that. Yeah, we're going to let a classic Vince Scully's emotional sign off, 2016, October third. Here we go. Many years ago. 
A little red-headed boy was walking home from school, passing a Chinese laundry, and stopped to see the score of a World Series game posted in the window. The Yankees beat the Giants 18-4 on October the 2nd, 1936. Well, the boy's reaction was pity for the Giants, and he became a rabid Giants fan from that day forward until the joyous moment when he was hired to broadcast Brooklyn Dodger games in 1950. Ironically, October the 2nd, 2016, will mark my final broadcast of a Giants-Dodger game. And it will be exactly 80 years to the day since that little boy fell in love with baseball. God has been very generous to that little boy, allowing him to fulfill a dream of becoming a broadcaster and to live it for 67 years. Since 1958, you and I have really grown up together through the good times and the bad. The transistor radio is what bound us together. By the way, were you at the Coliseum when we sang happy birthday to an umpire? Were you among the crowd that groaned at one of my puns? Or did you kindly laugh at one of my little jokes? Did I put you to sleep with a transistor radio tucked under your pillow? You know, you were simply always there for me. I've always felt that I needed you more than you needed me, and that holds true to this very day. I've been privileged to share in your passion and love for this great game. My family means everything to me, and I'll now be able to share life's experiences with them. My wife, Sandy, our children, Kevin, Todd, Aaron, Kelly, and Catherine, along with our entire family, will join me in sharing God's blessings of that precious gift of time. You folks have truly been the wind beneath my wings. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me on this incredible journey of 67 years of broadcasting Dodger baseball.